0: Everybody is a star. make it big though.
1: Ooh. So you can see my no. chin something no one has seen for years a decade <laughs> I met a, met a contractor today who I went to uni with mm-hmm. and obviously he knew me at, at uni when I only had like when it was like this and stubbly right. and, but he um, hadn't seen me for about a four year period in which time I'd grown a beard and then he's seen me for the last say I don't know five years with a beard right? and uh, he saw me today and he's like you look weird you look, you look super weird I don't like it I'm like no, uh, no I'd I. say you <laughs> probably
2: just look a bit younger yeah, you don't look. Yeah, as I mean, horrifying as I thought you. You, would. you didn't. I mean, I was expecting.
0: <laughs> I was expecting a fully shaven. Like the fact that you just went to stubble was a little disappointing. Mm. I was. I wanted. To, I wanted to see that chin. You, I was
2: uh, anticipating asking you to turn your video off. <laughs> 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 we don't need to. It's fine.
1: What I should have done was uh, was was fully shaved, wet shaved as well, and then warmer suit and a red tie. And just not said anything for the entire episode. Just sat <laughs> right. right here with a fiber wire and a couple of you know yeah. silent pistols, and just scared everybody for the whole just episode.
2: Play the drums perfectly randomly. Have you seen <laughs> that? I don't know if you have paid that mission, where he just stoically no. plays the drums perfectly. Oh, That's so- just one of his, his so Zero scared. expression
1: on yeah. his face.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, how we love Agent Forty Seven. Mm. Welcome then to Tanked Up, the podcast about uh video games and beer. It's episode two hundred and three. I'm Ben and I'm here with Lucy.
2: Hello. Still Hi. around. Yeah. Still alive and kicking. That's <laughs> all we can hope for these days.
1: It's very, it's very true, yes. And we are also joined by Adol.
0: <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> uh you've got Hack is joke, but joke is also a hack. Yep. Um, Um, Yeah.
1: You've got to make light of these situations sometimes, haven't you? I guess,
2: yeah. (laughs) I watched The Thing, and I was like, that was very appropriate. Yeah, I... Sometimes you're just like, oh, I want to hide from reality, and then it's like, no, I want things that portray dystopia. Mm. So... I can We're imagine gonna... a lot of people
1: have been playing The Division 2 yeah. and uh, you know Metro Exodus and those sorts of things yeah. recently, just to get in the mood.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Or like the the Plague Inc. Um, mobile game. Uh, yes.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, I played that years ago. That yeah, was, was all like, right. Yeah, I enjoyed the little bit I played for it, but I couldn't imagine playing that now because when you, l- you look at that world map and see how things... Spread like, this so is quickly. It's just the news. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, mm, I just wiped out humanity in the space of 17 days. And it's like, yeah. That's a bit too real. Yeah, it's a bit too
1: real. I think, if I'm, I, I don't think I'm making this up. I'm pretty sure Plague Inc. was removed from the Steam store in China.
2: It was yeah.
1: When this kind of all kicked off, and you can you can understand why. Yeah. can I think it was the
2: top-selling game over there for, a, for like a <laughs> few days. And, because yeah, it, you know, one of the viruses on that game is coronavirus. So yeah. Mm. yeah, and the devs had to say, "Don't look at our game for advice. You know, <laughs> go to the WHO." Yeah, so. this is. <laughs> Yeah, it's this just a—it's just a game. It's you know, it's somewhat factual, but it is just a game. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, <sighs> let's drink some beers and forget about all this shit. Adol. Yeah. Boy, hey. What you What are you drinking first this week?
0: Ah, uh, I have picked from my hall of beers from the bottle shop um, something with a green label because we are recording on Saint Patrick's Day. Ah, yes, which I think everyone has forgotten because it's really just self-isolation day. Yep, um, it's uh, also also because it. Well, you'll see. So it's the more uh, berry Tsarak do it together mm. mango tea pale ale. It is a 5.2 percent pale ale, and it has tea from the Canton Tea Company. So it's still topical. Nice, because it's got Chinese ingredients.
1: <laughs> What's the date on that can?
0: Oh, last week? No. <laughs> uh, I don't actually know. There it is. If if uh, there is one, I
1: can't remember with more. If they have, um...
0: they do, but it's the best before date, and I don't know if it, if it's six months. It's um, thirty day of the fifth month, so okay. that would put. It made what um... in the autumn four at some months point. ago. Yeah, uh, five months, yeah. Plus the ingredients would have come over a long time before mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It's and fine.
1: that beer has been knocking around for uh, a little while. Saw it, yeah, definitely yeah. last year. Um, alcohol
2: yeah. and fermentation will kill everything. So I mean. yes,
1: yeah. yeah. As long as you are seventy percent alcohol, you'll be fine.
2: Um, oh, my body is done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think my balance is off. I think I'm 70% coffee, 30% beer. So I, I need to tip it the other way. Uh, Lucy, what are you drinking?
2: Mm, I'm going to be drinking a beer from Beavertown. And it is an India Pale Lager. It is from, I guess, their latest series, where uh, they're going through all the planets. Um, this is called Venus IPL. So they've got, you know... Mercury, Venus, Earth, mm. Mars—all that—all um, different styles, I believe. And this one's it, uh, India Pale Lager. It's five percent. Doesn't really give any flavor text, so don't exactly know what hops are in it. But, but yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know what the distinction between just a lager and a oh. India Pale Lager is. Maybe, they, you know. More hops in it or something like that. Who knows? Probably. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had a
1: few between us, haven't we? Now maybe. they've always seemed maybe just a little more. I don't know, a little more full, perhaps a little more full body, not quite yeah. sort of uh, as as crisp as a lager. Or they're or they're super lagery, but just with a bit of a bite, a bit more bitter. Yeah,
2: because um, I mean I don't know how it's fermented. I, I guess it's fermented like a lager rather than mm. a pale ale. So. Who knows, they, they didn't really give any information on the can but it's I picked it up especially because it's um it says Brood of our friends at Glasshouse who are a Birmingham based yeah. brewery. Who I enjoy their beers very much. Nice. They make some good beers.
1: Do you know much about the the series? No, Is it all collaborations?
2: I I, th- I believe it's all collaborations, hmm. yeah, but outside of that do don't know, Dunno, don't know, maybe they just fancied a uh, few collabs, and they're like... Yeah. Well, what are... Seven? How many planets are there now? Minus Pluto? Eight. Eight, eight collabs? And like, what, what, what's eight? What goes into eight? Planets. And maybe, maybe they just decided <laughs> it that way. I don't know. They'll probably have more information on their website or something. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's like, we've already done seven deadly sins. Let's do eight planets, whatever. <laughs> Seems
0: reasonable. Mm.
1: Cool, right. I am gonna crack into um, a new brewery. This is at South Bruco. Confidence is a preference. A double dry hopped IPA 6.5%. Uh, they don't have sort of any flavor text or anything, but it does give me ingredients. Uh, it says the hops are Citra, Idaho 7, and Magnum. The yeast is London Fog, and the malts are Best Ale Malt, Naked Oats, Wheat Malt, and Dextrin Malt. Uh, and these guys are from East Sussex. Hmm. Is BN a Brighton postcode? I think it probably is, isn't it? Everyone seems to be brewing in Brighton, Brighton? these days.
2: Bournemouth, with, not yeah <laughs> somewhere around there isn't it yeah. <laughs> um
1: it does it, it gives a, a best before date which isn't until uh, september so hopefully this is pretty pretty fresh um i saw them in the bottle shop last week and didn't pick them up and then did in my latest visit um after seeing a couple of really good reviews on mm. things like instagram and stuff like that so i thought i'd try it out
2: good stuff
1: while I open and pour and get it ready, Adel, we'll come back to you. You've had two yeah. minutes to have a look.
0: Yeah. So I forgot to say that it is um, flavor Texas. Passion is the least you can give.
2: Mm. I agree. <laughs> uh,
0: it smells. It smells mildly man No, I mean mangle-like. compassion.
2: Sorry. Yes. Oh yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. that's the one.
3: Hmm.
0: So it tastes like a pale ale. I'm getting the mango notes. I think the tea is mostly just curbing back the f- super fruitiness. Okay. At least on the initial taste. Oh, there it is. Yeah, in the finish, we're getting a little of that bitter green tea um, taste. It's really well melded, the, all the tastes. Um, so you get like a light pale ale mango, not too fruity, not too tropical and then it moves... Like it moves into this slightly green tea finish. Hmm. I like the bitterness of the hops. Does it say which hops are in it? Um, No, it says Hopfen, and that's because I'm reading the wrong um, (laughs) language. But that's okay. Um, Yeah, uh, it's a little dry at the end. I was kind of hoping for a little more finish, a longer finish. Mm -hmm. Um, Sort of, it leaves really light, and sort of, it's mostly like. A bit of that you know when you have some strong green tea it kind of there's this like light coating of your mouth that sort of lingers afterwards you get this like green tea it's not really the taste but that's that lingering Mm -hmm. so there's a bit of that but not that strong but that's the primary sort of finish but overall like i'm surprised at how well the mango and the tea um sort of move like the, the tastes interact and they just sort of fluidly switch you're like oh wait now it's tea versus like there's the mango part there's the tea part It it really does um, smoothly transition That's It's good. really easy to drink I'm worried I will drink it very quickly And need my second beer before everyone
1: else <laughs> And as it's, it's a more It's only a 3.30 uh, can isn't it Yeah mm. Mm.
2: Don't worry i right right with little. you With the 3.30s yeah. oh. And the very easy drinking
1: mm. Mm. How is it Lucy?
2: It's good <laughs> Alright, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh it's you. you can see why it's called a IPL because you are getting that those kind of S3 flavours that you get from like a lager. Mm. And that it's a wet finish but it's still got that crispness to it. It's really refreshing. Um yeah. I mean it looks like a lager, it's it's, you know, practically see through. Just a bit of haze, and it's um, very light straw coloured. Um, put a nice, probably about two finger, like very white head. So it looks like a lager basically, but yeah, it's 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 got that fruitiness that you wouldn't really associate with a lager. It, it's got that at mm. the start of the taste, and then it gives way to those like estery, like kind of banana clovey kind of mm. flavours. So it. I think it balances it well. I, I There's still a, you know, what is the distinction between just a lager and a, you know, India pale lager, maybe it's that fruitiness at the start, but mm. whatever concoction it is, it's good, so whatever label they give it, but yeah, I, I really enjoy it. It's good, I mean, I Beaver Town, they still make good beers regardless, yeah. glass house, you know, propping, propping up. You know Beaver Town it's like it's gonna be a good beer so
1: yeah and it's, you know, it. it's it's always good to see um you know even with sort of like Beaver Town's buyout and stuff and everyone
3: yeah
1: or a lot of people kind of uh moving away from them it's good to see uh, others working with them still mm. and and still keeping them as part of you know as, as the community because Beaver Town are massive and Mm -hmm. have been for a long time very sort of uh driving in the world of kind of craft beer yeah um and and pushing beers and stuff out there for for more people to have so yeah really good that people are still working with them and that they're still producing you know excellent beers that the quality doesn't seem to have disappeared at all
2: yeah they're still in the you know beer scene no matter what so yeah it's got that really nice softness and lightness that i associate with a lot of glass houses beers. beers um, mm. it hasn't got that like uh, yeah I'd say harshness of a lager like um, it's like oh yeah this is very fizzy, the water's very harsh, you know it, it, I have to mm. sip, it, sip on it slowly this is, it goes down really easily so as I say Adil, I'm right there with you for a second beer in five minutes So, <laughs> excellent yeah
1: well, even though mine's a 440ml, I might join you as well because <laughs> this is very, very easy. Um, it would be interesting to know what they've um, what they dry hopped this uh, with. I know they said it had Citra, Idaho 7, and Magnum in it, but the nose came out as soon as I cracked the can, nice and strong. And it's 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 sort of tropical fruits, but with a sweetness to it. So. It's got that kind of even in the nose you can tell it's kind of got that little bit of creaminess that idaho seven kicking in with that kind of creamy coconutty sort of flavor that it brings to things and in the flavor it doesn't quite punch you with that sweetness as, as as there is within the nose that's dialed back just that little bit to give something a lot softer um and it's still it's still nice and fruity there is still an element of that creamy sort of coconutty nature to it as well mm-hmm. but it almost feels like there's sort of very soft stone fruit in there as well just kind of middling things maybe i don't know whether it's the combination of maybe something like mango and coconut together but it's almost feeling a little bit sort of apricotty uh, you don't often get that sort of flavour. You know, we might sort of see a bit more peach and things like that, mm. but, um, you know, a bit of apricot in there as well. Um, but it's so, so easy. It's, again, my, my camera is doing the things as it did last year, last year, last week. Um, it might have done it last year as well, who knows. It feels but like
2: a year since last week. <laughs> <laughs> really, Lots to me, it feels happened. like it just happened.
1: <laughs>
0: I feel like the week went...
1: Yeah, to be fair, we did record later last week, didn't we? So it hasn't been that long. Um, but uh, um, it is a little more orange than the camera is, is showing you. Uh, but I expected maybe just a bit of uh, uh, bitterness in there as well. And there is a very mm. light amount of that towards the end. But actually, just that soft fruit, creamy flavor just is able to disappear by itself. Uh, mm mm-hmm. And I just want to keep going back for it. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's just very very nice.
2: Yeah, the same with mine. It's like it it satiates you. It's like it mm. hasn't got a dry finish or anything, but it's like yes, it's nice. You, you still got that like mouth coating, like butteriness, but it's like yeah, no, I still want more.
3: <laughs>
2: I brought three beers Excellent. just in case because it is the end oh. of the I world.
0: S- I s- <laughs> to be didn't fair, bring three bear- <laughs> bears. Three <laughs> bears. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, actually, that's not true because I have a, a couple of the beers I bought. I didn't actually take downstairs, mm. and uh, they don't need to be that cold.
2: Ooh, well, I do Even have another in the fridge. People, we can just crack yes. open eight. <laughs> then i don't have, we'll no, don't have to go back out tomorrow. The <laughs> yeah. And
1: then it's seven o'clock <laughs> in the morning, when we all realise that we've <laughs> rolled into another day. I don't think my Go computer's got out. enough memory for all of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: So, um, I just want to kind of start this week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, we've got like a world issue, world pandemic, coronavirus is running rampant, and things in the UK are starting to uh, to ramp up as well in terms of response to that, um, and a lot um, has kind of happened over the last couple of days with regards to sort of small businesses, pubs, restaurants, tap rooms, uh, with people who work in offices, You know, a lot of people now remote working, working from home. And that's not always something that, especially kind of in the brewing side of things, that is feasible to do. Um, you know, cause people are working kind of uh, in the brewery and things.
0: and It's an onside job. Exactly.
1: A lot of breweries have come up with sort of statements and with various things saying yes we we 're still going to be working we're taking as many precautions as possible we're giving all of our staff whatever they need and supporting them and that's that's absolutely brilliant, but I wanted to highlight um just a couple of small things um, that we um, that, that that have come up from a couple of breweries on uh, posted on Instagram. I think they probably put it over on Twitter as well. Um, the first is uh, sort of as a local brewery, left-handed giant, uh, whilst they're looking at their brew pub not being open, um, they're still doing deliveries mm-hmm. and they've decided to do uh, bike deliveries and they're doing free bike deliveries. If you live within a three-mile radius of the of the brew pub, uh, that kind of gives their workers some form of employment still, you know, rather than saying, right, I'm sorry, the brew pub has got to close – see you all when we yeah. can get you back you know it's really good for them to find something else some other way to keep people uh, employed and yeah. i think it's just a, a nice little sort of gesture to their to their employers uh, employees and also to their customers that they can kind of yeah. find yeah. a way to be able to do that and i, I think it's a a trend we're going to see quite a lot of with smaller mm, places yeah. like this, where the pubs and, and bars and tap rooms and things start to do a lot more takeout. Um, I know staggeringly good down in, where are they? They're Brighton Way as well, aren't they? Um, they're doing like a drive through kind of thing. So basically, you like pull up to the brewery, <laughs> like they'll, they <laughs> <laughs> might not throw stuff out, but they'll bring <laughs> stuff out to you and you can, and, and you go on your way. Uh, and um, I think as well, pressure drop. Uh-huh. Have essentially said, Let me find the um, the instagram post that they actually put up, but they are um, uh, basically saying that for every order of fifteen cans or more, and that is quite a reasonable amount of kind of cans to buy maybe for a week or two weeks but it seems like a, a reasonable number to allow them to be able to operate this. For every fifteen cans bought or more, they will forward twenty-five pound of credit mm. to an independent pub, restaurant, or a retail outlet of your choice. So they're trying to kind of pay forward, yeah. Uh, you know what they're making and trying to help support other businesses, which yeah. may not have it quite as easy as as they may at this time. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's kind of really good to see the community sort of picking up adapting rallying round each other and, yeah. and kind of just just getting together to make the best out of a situation
2: yeah and just to piggyback off of that um yeah i mean this is the current situation is today like what an hour before we started recording just went on instagram and it was like okay we're all doing reduced hours i bet like in a day's time it's like no we're just shut in completely yeah um yeah. i saw a great way which i didn't think of um To support independence at this time, um, is to buy a gift card. Uh, Just buy a gift card, put that money in the account now, use it in six months later, Mm. or in the Thunderdome, which I'm sure we'll all be in in (laughs) a year's time. (laughs) Try and trade that for your life or something like that. Just yeah, make sure you've got a
1: physical card (laughs) as well, so you can actually use it for something. You know, to pick the lock on your cell (laughs) when you've been taken away, or.
2: But um, yeah, that's a, that's a good way of, like, as you say, paying forward and mm, uh, make sure they've got the money in now. And then, yeah, I'm sure when this all blows over, which I'm sure it will, hopefully, say blows over very flippantly, um, when this pandemic and this, these problems subside slightly, uh, mm. can be used then. But yeah. yeah, so many places are just like, oh yeah, we're going to start doing delivery to not just... You know, as you said, with uh, LHG and three-mile radius, just the whole of like I saw the whole of B postcode. It's like Birmingham. It's like Birmingham. not a small city. It's like, yeah. and they're doing free yeah. delivery. You know, it's like. But
0: also, that's
2: it. Not it, it seems like the best times.
0: for spread, a mm. virus.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: You gotta be really careful about where you're sending delivery people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And how they interact with people at the other end as well. Uh, I know on the left-handed giant post they said um, <clears throat> you know let us know in your order notes where we can deliver it and then you know we will leave or at least mm. we can be out on like the street like will call you yeah. and say we'll let you yeah. know when we're going to be with you uh, and you know taking steps to make sure, make it as sort of as smooth as possible yeah. to ensure <laughs> that there is still that level of um mm-hmm. Safe isolation for people.
2: Isolation. Yeah. Reasonably, these are small places, and not Amazon. They're going to be delivering everywhere. for the people who are in the known people who care. So, yeah, you know,
1: absolutely. I mean, just, I just ordered. Death I, hold I did. Down
2: every package anyway. Yeah. Do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I did. Um, Before I did an Amazon order habits. a couple of days ago for a few <laughs> little things, just for Evelyn, knowing that we were, <laughs> you know, going into self-isolation for a couple of weeks. Um, and thinking, well, I can get a couple of like little activity books and maybe a board game or something like that. And the Amazon driver, or delivery guy today, knocked on the door. Mm. And as I opened the door, he was stood back as far as he possibly could with the castle outstretched towards me. And I kind of stood as far back as I could and took it from him. That's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) To
2: be honest, they they used to throw that stuff over the, you know, like into the garden or in the bins. It's like, Oh, no, you've been given guidance to actually deliver properly, so...
1: Yes, yeah.
2: I mean, this is the dystopian future I always wanted with no human contact, but you yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not exactly under the air. This isn't quite how you envisioned no. it. No! <laughs> I was hoping everything would just be like this anyway, Yeah. Mm. Like drop it on my front doorstep, please. You know, <laughs> usually I, I I would be like, yes, hello. You know, I'm like, yeah, you just give really a
1: cursory nod.
2: But but yeah, but it's like, hmm. Now we can go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I would have just been like, if there was the option to like. You know, I not know, just leave it on the front doorstep. I would never do that, because I just think that's rude. Yeah. But now that we have an excuse right. to do it, I think it's brilliant. <laughs>
1: but just drop it on the doorstep, <laughs> knock on the door, and step back into the street or, you know, a metre away. I,
2: I it's get it's a fishing right. pole, just lower it outside
1: some <laughs> window. There's <laughs> a big barge hook just <laughs> to pull everything in. Um, I, bet, I bet Amazon at the moment are wishing that those drones had, had, um, had taken off. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, to gun us down, if anything, They'll probably scan you for corona and then oh, just dear. gun you. Down.
1: Oh, let's move on from this. <laughs>
2: it, it is brilliant that
1: the communities are kind of coming together, and we see this in yeah. games as well, with a lot of studios allowing yeah. their employees to go to remote working uh, um, oh, to adapt uh, what they're doing and things.
2: Quick aside, did you mm. see? Is his name Terry? Oh gosh, I, ca- I can't remember his surname. Cavanaugh, Cavanaugh, yes. <gasps> um, oh,
1: the Terry Cavanaugh. The,
2: the Terry Cavanaugh, the, the maker
1: of and Super Hexagon, mate.
2: And Dice I think we did about
1: sixteen episodes on Super <laughs> Hexagon when we first started the podcast. Yeah. So. I, I, I,
0: it, it's almost like it was the only game I was playing, Ooh. and so thought and thought I had to talk about the game I was playing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But he gave away a thousand copies of uh, Super Hexagon B, 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 wow. B, B, And Dicey Dungeons Because he was like, you know what It's it terrible times Here's a thousand free copies on each of of these games And I was like, nice. that's really cool Yeah, I mean, I took a VVVV one Because I mm. actually don't own that game um, <laughs> I, I I know they it's open it. source Would you believe
0: I haven't played it? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah No, I wouldn't
3: believe that at all
1: there's several different versions of that game as well, isn't there?
2: I'm not sure, but I it's know like that. Like
1: V V V V V V V V V V V V V V V Plus
2: Special Edition, Deluxe Edition. <laughs> but I know it went open source a few months ago. But um, see, I don't. I don't actually own that game, so I was just like, yeah. I, I really wanted Dicey Dungeons, but those, those had already gone by the time. Yeah. Uh, plus, right. I've been holding out for that game on Switch, and that was announced to be coming to Switch today in the Nintendo Indie Direct that happened mm. earlier today. So, but yeah, I thought that was really nice. Uh, really nice of him.
0: That's a really good gesture. Yeah, because yeah, yeah,
2: a lot of because y- a lot of publishers have been like, "Oh yeah, you know, here's our game for cheaper," and it's mm. like, <sighs> part of me is just like. Are you, like, capitalising on, like, uh, you know... Like, um, oh, Pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. Even if you sell it but for yeah. cheap, it just seems a- still a bit sleazy. But to give, like, your game away, and not just, you know, one of your games. Like, you could have given away Super Hexagon is always game away or something like that. And it's like, oh, people yeah. might get interested in this and buy Dicey Dungeons. It's like, no, mm-hmm. all of his games were just, like, free. Uh, so there wasn't even, like, a hint of... Capitalist greed and that. He yeah. was just like, no, here you go, crappy times. Yeah. Play something. That's yeah. awesome. So, I thought that was nice. Mm. We, I don't know. If I, I don't own dusty dungeons. Mm. You will soon in humble. Yeah, more than likely. Mm.
0: <laughs> we we kind of it's. It, I might actually have a code and just never quite.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Straddling these two different industries as we do. Uh, both of them have uh, will have very different responses as well to this. Obviously, as you say, Adil, um, a lot of the, the brewery stuff is on site, and I, you know, some office and and that kind of stuff can do remote working. Whereas, I would imagine a lot of people within the the video game industry can do some form of remote working. You know, You'd some so. people can't. Whether you are whether you're doing music and your full studio setup is at your place of work so it's a bit harder for you to be able to kind of to keep going with that um you know not everyone will have at home those high powered sort of machines that they need to be able to do kind of what they're doing like the animation and all those sorts of things but people will at
2: the right time (laughs) you (laughs) did (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) um
1: people i mean people will always uh, will always adapt to this and hopefully those sort of in the, in the brewing side, um, having to be at um, you know at their place of work with everyone else and not being able to kind of self isolate to be able to you know make a living and and still be able to afford things uh, are kind of kept as safe as possible during this time. And then everyone being able to remote work is able to do so comfortably as well. Definitely one thing I found. When I started working for myself was it's very, very easy just to go and do another couple of hours of work in an evening, and suddenly I've done a twelve hour day mm-hmm. and that can then right. continue through for the whole week or two weeks and if you're not careful, suddenly you've done like a seventy hour week without really thinking about it and you're you know and i was when I was doing all of that, I was absolutely sort of shattered. Um, and and did so because I was building my business up at the time and hopefully a lot of these kind of ideas about crunch in the gaming industry and stuff Mm. don't push over too much into people working from home because it is super easy to do
2: yeah and the inverse of that I hope that after this the UK like a lot of businesses in the UK realise that oh you leave people to their own devices, their own schedules, they're far more productive than Mm. if they're doing a nine-to-five. You know, people can have children and keep their careers and work around commitments and just be overall happier than working a 40, 35, 40-hour week, you know? Because we have the technology, we have the means now. It's suddenly convenient how many businesses are like, yeah, you can work from home, when they Apparently didn't have the capacity before. So, mm. yeah. I only talk a global pandemic for you people to, you know, get your whips away. Yeah, stops. absolutely. Flogging <sighs> people to death in the office, but, but, but that's just me and my gripes. <laughs>
1: Should we? Should we talk about some video games? No. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Why would you suggest
2: such a thing? That's fine. That's fine.
1: How are you both doing on beers? Do we need to open another beer? Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I, I did. I did actually play. I've played a couple mobile games. Ooh! Oh my god! That I forgot
2: about until I said, "Oh no!" <laughs> what did you play? Well, let's let's, let's we open beers? some
1: let's open some beers and let you oh, sorry, take a look. Sorry, at I you. couldn't
2: contain my <laughs> excitement. There whenever never a deal. Say he actually played a game.
0: Yeah, I it's mean, like, the sad thing is, they're very similar, and I may have talked mm, about one of them years it's ago. It's like the
2: Lunar Eclipse. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. Well, so I picked another green beer. Ooh. Oh. This one from Firestone Walker Brewing, which mm. is from uh, Paso Robles in California, USA. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one of their five beers point...
2: in ages. No, I haven't. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, 5.9% um, IPA It's uh, It's the Luponic Distortion Their IPA series number 13 oh, It has
2: Sorry carry on I shouldn't uh, interrupt
0: Flavours through hops uh, Hints of pina colada Key lime And nectarine
2: Yeah I was about to say The only one that I've had recently Are the ones that I've seen In uh, supermarkets And I believe Luponic Distortion Is one of them
1: what supermarkets are they in?
2: Tesco. Are they really? Really? Yeah, I've definitely picked up one of the Luponic Distortion from Tesco.
0: Oh, nice. So you're familiar with this?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Because when you said green can and you said Luponic Distortion, I was like, yes. I remember that.
1: It just clicked.
2: Because they have, it, they have a, a yellow one and they have a green one at Tesco. Mm-hmm has got a, that, a... That's a different cannot than I remember. A
0: bear that. and a lion fighting over across a distortion. Nice. Which is weird, because I would assume Luponic is much more like Lupine, which is a wolf. Werewolf, yeah. Li- yeah. And a lion. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. No, there's li- no lion, tigers and wolves. Yeah, who knows,
1: mate? Who Isn't, knows? Doesn't
2: it mean, like, Hoppy? Like... Lupo, isn't that oh, like hot hu- hu- to oh. do with hops? Mm, oh, probably. probably is, yeah. I thought lupine is w- It's a good name anyway. Like l- there's the. Lupin, there's the Lupo, you know.
1: Beaver Town beer, isn't there? Lupaloid? <laughs> Lupaloid, yeah. yeah.
2: You're probably right, Lucy, to, uh, as, as usual. No, but. Lu- is there a word luponic? Who
1: knows? Probably I not. Don't. <laughs> I don't know, I know
0: l-
2: lupine, lupine is, is the word
0: for. A waltz, for yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Lucy, what are you Bovine drinking? Bovine and uh, Ursine and all those. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: as I say, it's weird that there's a bear on the on yeah. the thing because it's not Ursonic. What, right? What's a
2: thumb?
3: <laughs>
0: a thumb?
2: Yeah. What, what ein is that? I don't know. Anyway, my beer's called Thumb Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. I was like, just tell us the beer.
2: <laughs> I apologize. Uh,
0: I think it'd be it'd, it'd be Pollux.
2: And this is
0: your <laughs> Dr. Pollux.
2: I <laughs> think we were. You asked. Yeah, I did ask. <laughs> did I ask a stupid <laughs> Don't fucking look at me, me like you didn't ask. <laughs> uh, and it's from Pomona Island, which we've had uh, a few of their beers uh, between yeah. me and you, oh, yeah. Bill, on, on, on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it is a pale... And
0: it looks more like a can to me. <laughs> it is.
2: It's a pale color can because it's yellow. Uh, mm. And it says on the back, "He's back, the man, the legend, the thumb—an opposable, <laughs> an unopposable <laughs> combo of <laughs> cryo, Amarillo, Chinook, and Mosaic <laughs> make this double dry hot pale, unlike a uh, Eponius hero, delicious." <laughs> Deliciously chinnable. What? What? Chinnable? <laughs> anyway, but take your time and savor the juicy Mayfield and resinous hot profile, fermented with London fog. Yeah, this is from Pomona Island in Salford. Yeah, as it said, uh, Chinook and Mosaic and Cryo Amarillo. So. Yeah. It is a 440 cam and it is
1: 5.6%. Lovely. The
2: illustration is at uh, Mako Design. And Ooh. it is just a picture of mm. a thumb. It, it looks like Ben. I, I think you need to erase it up. Ben doesn't have a beard anymore. <laughs> can,
0: can you erase it up? Oh yeah, like it's totally Ben. Yeah. It? Hang <laughs> yeah. on. There we
2: go. Yeah, there we go. Screenshot that.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Right, I've cracked my beer. I'm going to pour it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am drinking the uh, Northern Monk Patrons and Daya mm. and Tank Petrol Collaboration Mortal Plains Double Do Dry Hop Double IPA It is 8.2% and it's got Idaho 7, Azaka and Citra in it, um, I've not had a patron's beer for ages.
2: Mm. Yeah, me neither. Um, I might have been... just put that in the fridge. I don't know.
1: Ooh, it's <laughs> the one with the with the woman with a head in her hands.
2: You think I can remember what I actually saw in that cam.
1: But I, I read the word yeah. down and I'm like, yes, I'll have that mm. one. Thank
2: you very much. Yeah. Well done.
1: And I haven't had a patron's beer in so long. I know that I haven't realised that they've now done this cool peel you can here. Oh, and it's full of info. Jesus, on, on the like inside, the artist on there. everything in the can. So I mean, I've just gonna have
2: blown to... my mind. I know, because I've always seen that peel here recently, and you I have done had it. No, I I was like, why? Why would I peel it? It's how, it's how with the times we are. That's like a reverse video game uh, cover. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Beer's gone the oh, yeah. opposite direction, and they're giving us manuals yeah. now. Unlike video games, where you no longer <laughs> have manuals to be able to write notes in or circle button combinations, mm. and yeah, mm,
2: good times.
1: Uh, um, yes, I, I mean, for me to try and find some flavor text now within all of this.
2: No, uh, read it. A, read it all. Uh. Yeah, read the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Um,
1: it gives me a little bit on um, Dea, a little bit on Tank Petrol, um, a little bit on oh, there's notes from the brewer. So brewed in the north with Brian Dixon. Uh, he's Brethren number two, and then just tells you about Northern Monk patrons, uh, the initiative. Uh, but it does tell me, um, yeah, patron name, Tank Petrol, collaborating brewery, Dea hops and adjuncts, Idaho 7, Azaka, Citra. Ingredients, malted barley, oats, wheat, hops, maltodextrin, and yeast. Uh, 8.2%. The original gravity is 1.086. 8 EBCs and 20 IBUs.
2: I think that's really fascinating. Really. It, it, it's like one of those things, Hop back to video games, it's like, probably like 2% of people are going to see that. Like, 2% mm. of people are actually going to yeah. see the end of the game. You've, you know, put like I don't know some audio logs or lore in the game. It's like nobody's actually going to see this, but yeah, for the people who are seeking that, out, I think that's really cool. It's really yeah, absolutely. Cool. Instead of just going on their Definitely, website, yeah. it's cool that it's there on the cam.
1: Mm. Um, Adol, we'll come back to you and the yeah. Firestone Walker.
0: Look at it. Ooh. It's very clear. Wow. Look, I'm flipping you off. You can tell me you can see it through the beer. <laughs> it's uh, it's got minimal heads. Um, nose is really light, almost like like a little bit of citrus and something kind of flowery. Um. Boy, is this this is supposed to be an IPA? Mm-hmm. Um. It's really light still. Um. It, uh, it definitely has that citrus coming through in, in a, a sweetness, a sweet citrus, which, given that they've told me it's key lime, mm. I'm not surprised. I also immediately felt that coconut coming through, which they called pina colada. It just seemed, feels like a light coconut. Mm-hmm. Um, the hops are kind of, for like an IPA series, I thought maybe it'd be more in your face IPA, but it's actually well-balanced and kind of more detracted than I was expecting. Mm. Um, again, a little... I would say there's some sort of tropical stone fruit taste there as well. Um, like a little bit of both. I guess that's why the coconut pina colada and nectarine, whatever, it says it on the tin. Um, but uh, it, it also fades really quickly. Um, leaves a light bitterness lingering such that it doesn't take... Do- it doesn't not taste like an IPA. Mm. Um, it's not drying in the mouth at all. Uh, but because that taste curve is really quick, uh, so it's such as just a light bitterness at the end, I'm kind of like, well, remember what I said about the last one?
2: Yeah.
0: This one won't last that long either. <laughs> it's really refreshing. Um, yeah, it's really refreshing. I like that it has those things going on they're detectable, they're not really distinct from each other, but they are they're more distinct than like the mango and the tea were in the last one mm-hmm. um, the last one was just like right, there's mango and tea I can push through to see how these taste together this is like, yeah. there's the lime there's the coconut oh, put them all is, um, um
1: is it in a 355 can as well
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. um
1: go enjoy those American beers, just that little bit extra.
0: I mean, it's 5.9% versus the last one's 52 but it it, it, ta- it drinks lighter, mm-hmm. which is kind of, I mean, again, also the fact that it's super clear American yeah. market, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's, it's pretty tasty. I, I, I like that there are multiple tastes going on. Um, I dislike that it doesn't finish very strongly, and again, that, that hoppiness is there. But it kind of could e- just easily be a slightly hoppier pale ale. Like, it doesn't really taste like an IPA mm. in that strong mm. sense. So.
2: And the uh, Luponic Distortion, When you you did mention that it is a series. Um, so I imagine you had yes, ser- series number 15, did you say?
0: Uh, 13. 13.
2: Yeah, they've had yeah. these series from, yeah. So I probably tasted an older series. And yeah, right. Because yeah, the the can art was like very different to what I remember.
0: So. Do you recall anything about it?
2: I just remember it being very much that West Coast IPA. But as I say, it's been years. It had that like yeah, balance of fruitiness at the beginning, and just like a nice bitterness at the end. So, mm. um, yeah, just the name probably. Oh, yes. Uh, Heart back to me more than any distinctive flavour or anything standing out about it, but yeah, I enjoyed it.
0: So they remix it every ninety days, right? Okay. So this probably tastes quite a bit different Mm. from Mm. um, what you had. Yeah, uh, given that you didn't have it super recently. No, yeah, so a few years, I imagine. Yeah, so you must have had one of the year. OG work. Yeah, I mean, if they're putting yeah. out sort
1: of, you know, four a yeah, year roughly, yeah. and yeah, yeah, you might be sort of, you know, eight, eight nine, 10, way, 12 yeah. kind of, uh, you know, iterations, uh, difference between the two that you've had sort of thing, so. Hmm. Mm.
2: Behind the times, as always. <laughs> uh, no, Lucy!
1: You, you're, you're ahead of
2: them. You're ahead of them oh, with
1: your nice. the new Pomona Island artwork yes. cans.
3: Yes,
2: yes. The Thumb Man. Uh, un- yeah, how is how, how does how do, how do thumb taste? <laughs> mm. depends, depends where they've been. But um this oh, oh, oh. this is very this is complete opposite to yours, Adil. It's it's opaque. You can't see anything through it. It's got a little mm. Oh wow, wide. yeah. It
0: looks like a brick of yellow. Yeah.
2: It's um probably a bit lighter from where you're coming from, but it's very looks orange from where I'm I'm mm. at. Um but yeah, I didn't really pull much of the head. Uh but yeah. It's got a nice, nice light citrusy smell. That's really nice. It's very subtle, but mmm, you can smell like orange peel though, if you give it a deep enough whiff. Smelling, it's, it's like it reminds me of like um, is it what what box of chocolates is it where you have that like orange licorice chocolate? I don't know, because I don't eat any of them. I don't know. Fruit, is it fruit one of and, the Quality Street ones? Yeah, Quality Street or something like that, because fruit and chocolate is just a disgusting combination. Nobody should ever have it. <laughs> but it smells like that. Um, got that nice, deep orange peel smell.
1: I assume you, you mean that unless it's like a raspberry chocolate stout or something.
2: Yeah, that's fine, because it's yeah. a beer. It's not mm. a chocolate. You're getting something out of the end of it. You're not just getting <laughs> diabetes. Well, you are with beer as well, but anyway. You won't know because you'll be drunk enough, but anyway. Yeah, it's got a nice bitterness at the end. Nice piney bitterness.
3: Hmm.
0: I haven't had a piney beer in a while. I know what you're going to say, that's because I've just been fucking it's drinking stuff <laughs> for a stretch. But, like...
2: Yeah. Mr. Sam Porter Bridges, you need to <laughs> you need to uh, be, be getting on the, uh, the IPAs. Yeah, recently I've you just know, been I'm, buying I'm... IPAs. I haven't bought any stouts. I'm I'm in that mood for, for juicy mm. IPAs.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm.
2: But yeah, this is one of those. It's it's. I think the piney bitterness is more prevalent than any fruitiness at the start of it, but. You're definitely getting a softness, a smoothness at the start. You're not getting a lot of fruit. There's probably more fruit on the uh, on the aroma rather than in the taste. But mm. yeah, this is a good beer. It's a good. It's a good beer. <laughs> mm-hmm, it's good. I I might have wanted a bit more hoppy and a bit more fruit at the start, because um, it is a pale. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise it's just easy drinking it's soft it's it's not too heavy uh it's only what was it, only 5.6% yeah 5.6% so you could drink it like a session beer honestly but um right hmm maybe I'm getting a bit of that fruit now mm-hmm. on the aftertaste after that mm. piney bitterness has subsided a little tasting a little bit of that alcohol but um, yeah, it's it, it's not the best balanced beer in the world, but it it, it it I like that piney bitterness. It does that very well.
3: Nice. Um,
2: it gives it. It gives a nice, herbally, fresh taste to it. So, um, yeah, it's good. I like it.
3: Good. Not going to
2: blow your mind, but it'll do the job.
1: Yeah,
2: that's what you need right now. Uh
1: huh. Um. I don't know whether this is going to blow my mind. It smells like it is. Mm. It's very, very soft on the yeah. nose. Um, did they say it was double dry hopped as well? I think they did. Yeah, double dry hop, double IPA. Uh, it's very, very soft. It's a soft, fruity nose, and you you can see sort of it's it's thick. It's a little bit darker than the mm-hmm. than the last beer. Um, it's almost as we were talking about with um, one of the beers last week. That solid block of color. It's this has got a little yeah. more depth to it, but it's very, very much getting there. Um, very small head to it as well. Very light. Oh, oh, fucking
3: hell!
1: <laughs> so that's that's lovely. It's yeah. juicy. It's it's a it's a big juicy double IPA. Um, Excellent. It's. Even in that juiciness, it still has a softness to it. Um, again, I don't know. Um, both of the beers I've had so far have had Idaho Seven. Mm. In the previous beer, it was coming through a bit more. Uh, you were getting that that coconut in there, getting a little bit of sweetness, getting a creaminess from it. This that isn't pushing through so much. It is not in 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 mouthfeel and in body. Does have a creamy element to it, but I'd mm. imagine that's more of the malt build than, um, than say, that like the Idaho Seven. But yeah, it's super smooth. The fruit kind of bursts in your mouth straight away. And there's a lot of different, lot of different things going on there as well. A lot of very hard to pick out fruits, but it's all you know within the realms of tropical fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, mm, I think that that coconut it is peeking through and it kind of is just lifting everything so Mm -hmm. everything sticks around maybe a little bit longer than it would do otherwise without that perhaps Um, and it just makes it a little bit more pronounced all of that big fruity sort of flavour to it but it's got a a lovely smooth slightly viscous mouthfeel to it Mm. It's super easy to drink. Absolutely.
3: Mm.
1: Mm. I've had another sip. I was going to say absolutely no idea that it's 8.2%, but oh wow. It does you can get that right at the end of the flavor. Mm. It starts to really, just as I took a sip of 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 it. It had just crept in just before I swigged it and now I know it's there. I am getting it a little bit, but it's really well masked and it's underneath kind of everything else. It's only because I'm looking for it to see if it is there that I can kind of notice it a little bit more, Uh, but it's, it's so easy, super, super easy.
2: Mm. Problem if the day, too many easy drinking beers. (laughs) Yeah, Mm.
0: Yeah, I was going to say.
2: So when we
1: all have to have a hard cut to go and get our um, beers, because I do have another beer in the fridge, um, so I, I would have well. to disappear for it.
2: That's fine. I'll just That's fine. entertain the folks by also leaving and <laughs> going to the toilet or something. Like have a little that. sing. Do yeah. something. Play the switch <laughs> on the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> switch streamer. the camera
1: over to your phone so you can phone. No, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, shift gears very slightly. Lucy, I know you said you've got a, a few games to mm. talk about this week. Um, I want to start with House Flipper because yes. obviously we ended the episode last week with it, and you've All had right. more time with it now.
2: Uh. I- didn't actually play it between last okay. week and now, but I do want to talk about the, the 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 probably about ten hours I probably spent with it prior to that. Um, mm. It is a, I guess in all intents and purposes, it's a simulation game. It is a game where you are house flipping um you can buy houses do them up sell them sell them on uh prospective clients and there's also another portion of the game where you are just going into people's houses and doing menial tasks for them it's like oh i mm. want uh the bedroom knocked down into I want these two different bedrooms knocked down and make it one big bedroom or i want uh all the mess cleared out of it i want all these boxes gone these cockroaches hoovered up i want windows cleaned so it's just very it's repetitive and it's menial Mm. but i mean those in in the most cathartic relaxing way um it is something where it's just like yep i'm i'm gonna answer this email from this person who's like yeah can you just go clean out these boxes, these pizza boxes, just go into the house, click a few buttons, job done, get paid, on to the next job. Um, It's very much a podcast game where it's like, I'm just going to zone out, listen to something, and just uh, Mm. almost a clicker game where you're just clicking on this stuff and just just doing it. It's very low impact, there's there's not any confusing mechanics or systems, Mm. it's like a couple of buttons and you're done.
1: Um, you you say that you're paid for these um, for these jobs. Yeah. Is it is it like is it like my job where I'm paid and I just spend my money on food and, no, and no. you know baby yeah. uh, child's clothes and things like that? Or is there something cool in the game to actually buy that you can enjoy?
2: Uh, no, uh, I th- <laughs> the most you can buy so is, is like, like my life. Yeah. Yes. The most you can buy is a new office or. Um, which is in just another house, because uh, at the very start of the game, you're given this very uh, derelict, uh, you know, crappy house at the start, and it's like, there's your laptop. I didn't even clean up my own house, I just went straight to the laptop, it's like, here are my jobs. Um, <laughs> but once you get paid, that unlocks the other aspect of the game. It's like, okay, I'm going to buy houses, it becomes more of a real estate game. It's like, I'm going to buy okay. houses, do them up, and sell them to prospective clients. Um... This certain family, uh, you, you you're you're given like notes of like what this buyer wants. Okay, this buyer wants a big house. They want four bedrooms at least. They want um, an open living room. They want at least two TVs and stuff like that. So you can design. It's kind of like the Sims. You can design. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a preset house. You're not building the like exterior of the house. Okay. The actual foundations. So you can knock down like. Um, you know, it, portions of the house you can lock down, like partitions between rooms and stuff like that, and add new ones. But it's not like it, it's not the overall view of the Sims, like an isometric view. You yeah, you're not doing person. like a big
1: loft extension or uh, no. like a two two story yeah. rear extension on the back for you know extra bedrooms and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not that in depth. Um, mm. But. You know you're given the list of things of what this client wants and it's like okay it's up up to you to you know install those things like um, installing appliances it's it's you i think there's three levels of uh difficulty that you can do in the options but even on the hardest difficulty it's not anything it's not like i don't know car mechanics simulator 2012 <laughs> or something like that where you're yeah. really getting into the nitty gritty it's like left to your own des- devices you have to know the ins and outs of an actual automobile it's like no here's here's the radiator you you hold down r2 as we pan over to oh it's gonna install this little duct or something like that And it's like you're just literally holding down a button On the easiest setting and on the hardest setting, it's not much more than that. You
1: you don't have to get into kind of, um, you know, like some of these more management, um, Mm. like Factorio and stuff like that, where you have to know where the flow of water is coming in and you have to hook the radiator up the correct way kind of thing. It doesn't quite get into that depth. No, okay. No,
2: and and that's the whole charm of the game. It's not meant to be taxing, it's not meant Mm. to be complicated, it's not meant to be for people who. Plumbers, or you know, carpenters, or anything like that, it's not specialized in that way. It's very much you're living out the fantasy of just doing up houses, yeah. And it's uh, yeah, it's so relaxing. It's one of the most (laughs) relaxing games I've ever played. It's like, yeah, I'm just nice, do this stuff which would be awful in real life, hoovering up cockroaches, but it's just so cathartic. It's got like some real good ASMR, like um. Sound effects. It's like you know the sound design is really good, and the the number of options. um, Because it's like it seems a very rudimentary game, but it's like oh no, you built you know quite a few decent quality of life um, options. It's like oh, I can just search the store. I was playing on Xbox, and oh, when I searched the store, it Mm. came up with the you know the uh, the text text bar, and it's like oh if i if I'm streaming this to my laptop, I can just literally just write on my laptop I want to search for this, and it just comes up and it's just mm. oh so uh, yeah it's it's a nice game i think I think the only options I would have wanted was to see what you last purchased in the store, so you could just literally go back to that'cause it's like, yeah. oh, I've run out of paint now I have to search for this color paint again. Um, in the store. Oh, even though there's yeah. a text bar and it's like I can just type it in quickly if I'm streaming it to my laptop or something like that. It's like, but, it, but if you're not if you're not, I mean, yeah, exactly, you're gonna have to search through that and stuff. That's long and it's it's weird but they only have like one preset of like character. You only really see your arms in the game, but it's always some white dude's arms. And it's is like, it first person. It's first person. Oh right! But like okay. when you're, you know, with a roller. Mm. It's like maybe you could have just added like I don't know, uh, sex options or different color yeah, skins. Yeah, yeah, just a uh, palette. Yeah, different swap. colors,
1: different hair yeah. colors on your arms. You, literally you don't, you don't introducing skins.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally introducing skins. Um. But yeah, yeah. But other than that, yeah, it, it's didn't really want so, anything else from the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, but just all of... I'm uh, looking through the negative reviews on Steam, mm. and it's either...
2: It's just essays. Uh, so I'm not going to bother reading many. So, many.
1: so many disgruntled architects playing <laughs> well, this no, game. I think the target
2: so, so, audience for but, this would probably be like, oh, but wait, I thought this was in-depth.
3: Yeah,
0: mm. so a lot of there's a lot of those, but also apparently the PC port is... Uh, really demanding, so a lot of people are talking about like 10 FPS or needing oh high wow. PC to run. So I think that's worth knowing uh, compared to mm. the uh, Xboxers out I there. I mean,
2: the... I mean, it's really... I mean, none of the textures or assets are very, you know, involved or anything, so it runs fine on Xbox. That's surprising.
3: Because yeah. I thought it was uh, the, the same other thing PC, that...
2: I didn't think anything was like... This is not a Red Dead Redemption-looking game.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably just the port, and like one of the reviewers said, um, after playing 101 hours, he said a very original and great game. But after they updated it, I get speeds of 10 FPS and barely barely play the game oh, anymore. Why? Maybe that. Uh, so I mean that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and the other the thing that someone noted was that landscaping is entirely um, a DLC package you have to pay for. Huh. Oh. Ooh. Which seems. Like, you're not really flipping a house if you're not doing the yard. Yeah, you know. absolutely.
2: yard there's, there's sells the house. like Garden Simulator or something like that.
1: <laughs> well, like, as a separate game, Garden Simulator.
3: Yeah. Oh, dear.
0: Right, yeah, so there's a DLC, apparently, that is landscaping, and uh, some people are cross that it's not part of the main game, mm. because that's part of Flipping Houses. I mean did you I guess I think one of the complaints was all of the houses you get to have unkempt yards and you can't do anything oh, about no. it.
2: And then they sold that as and,
0: DLC. And then oh. and then you buy the DLC to do something about it. Which, to be fair, does sound a little shady. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's because everything's overgrown. So there's more shade.
1: Hey. Um, <laughs> also that does work out very well with you know the, the 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 disciplines of architecture and sort of like general builders as well really, you know if a client comes to me and says hey can you do an extension please and I start doing some drawings and they go so we're thinking of getting it in a garden as well and I go yeah that's that's extra I mm.
0: know yeah yeah that's that is that. not my fucking problem. <laughs>
3: It's, 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 sorry. It's this is money. why I don't work. <laughs>
0: I, I this is why I I try. I I don't work in a super people facing industry. says, as a person who's only employed is teaching. <laughs> shut up, shut up. There's an th- authority there. It's fine. <laughs> I
2: certainly don't. Yeah, I can understand. No, that doesn't like, seem a little sleazy. Um,
0: I mean, we had a plumber in because. I still don't have a shower. Still, it's been five weeks. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Mario
2: hasn't come along. Oh my
0: god! No, so we got we got, got a local Mario.
3: God, yeah. he's reliable. Uh,
0: and this or guy, Mario, this guy Sexually actually ghosts. knows yeah. knows our landlord through other things and had some stories to tell, which was like mm, that makes sense. Yes, uh, <laughs> he 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 outright said, "I wouldn't if he was paying the bill, I wouldn't work for him."
3: Ooh,
2: oh. yeah. Anyway, uh... landlords. Um, yeah, but he. I'm a good landlord I don't even in remember House Flipper. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't sure rent them, I just sell them. So I'm responsible. Good.
1: Fair enough. Good. Let's move on from House Flipper. Yeah. Yeah, um,
0: let's, let's flip, flip over to the other
1: channel. <laughs> Lucy, um, hmm. uh, again, I know you had a few games to talk about, one of which you said wouldn't take very long. What yeah. was that one?
2: That was Murder by Numbers. Oh. Because it's it, it's, a, it's a very simple concept. It's like a visual novel with Picross. Um, oh, it's made cool. by the same people who made Hatterful Boyfriend, the pigeon oh. dating game. Oh. Um, I mean. There's no pigeons they're, they're. in this game, <laughs> there's no dating, really. Um, it is a murder mm-hmm. mystery, uh, sort of like Phoenix Knight uh, kind of. Night right phoenix right uh, kind of mm. visual novel where there's very minimal mechanics so you're not really you're not really solving crisis it's even less than in phoenix right i guess um where it's
0: just that the story happens to be crime yeah. solving, but you aren't like you're not like
2: presenting and progressing so the you, plot yes yes you are you are you yeah. are the, the main mechanic is where you are... You have this sidekick robot called Scout who is the best new character of 2020. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's adorable. And I was very... Uh,
0: I'm trying to think of other new characters in 2020.
2: It doesn't matter. Scout's the best one. But... okay uh, He's basically scanning the environment and when you scan the environment you just le- might move in the left stick. I played it on Switch. Um, and you're when you find something it turns into a picross puzzle and when you solve the puzzle i should say picross uh it's nonograms that's the actual name of the puzzles it's just that uh nintendo think, yeah that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like formalized i mean that's cross. like
0: saying like a monster collecting yeah it's like saying it a hoover like yeah, yeah. rather
2: yeah. than vacuum yeah. but um, yeah it, it turns into this picross puzzle and when you finish the picross p- puzzle it reveals oh it's a key card oh it's a key fob oh it's a uh, dead body <laughs> oh it's this it's that um, I was hoping everything was just a key <laughs> <Yeah>. there are <laughs> quite the it's, two key fobs mm, it, it,
1: it, so that seems like a cool element that actually what your uh, that the image that you're making or the image mm-hmm. that you're producing actually relates to
2: in a, that pixel cross story. way, where it's like very pixelated, and it's like this could yes, be yeah. a pigeon, or it could be a plastic bag, or a the Mona <laughs> Lisa. It could be anything, yeah,
0: or it could be a, a collection of squirrels. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically,
2: you can't tell what it is until it's like, oh, it reveals a picture. And it's like, oh, it's a flower. It's like I wouldn't have mm. guessed that, but um, yeah, I, I just it, the, the story's uh, like really uplifting and like. Even though it's about murder mysteries, it's very, it's very campy. It's very pleasant. It's very, the music's great, and it's got. I, I, I it's one of those games where you could just listen to a podcast because you're just solving pig cross puzzles, but it's like I never right. did that because I always loved listening to that music, even though it was on a loop. It's, it's the music's fantastic, um, but yeah, it's like really inclusive. It's got like good uh, LGBT uh, representation. There's some stuff where it's like yeah it's just like oh there's been a uh there's there's a big old stiletto shoe float that's been driven into this you know uh drag club and they're like it, it's mm. ridiculous but they're like oh this could be a you know assault on a you know it could be a homophobic related assault and it's just like yeah it, it just says those things it's like Oh, yeah, cool. we're not gonna, you know, beat around the bush and say, "Oh, if you've got a problem with this, it's like this is reality." And it's like, but it does it in a way where it's not like it's there's no message. I think people think like, well, a lot of gamers think, "Oh, you're including women or people of other sexes or you know races." Oh, there's an agenda. It's like, no, <laughs> this is just what the, it the is. The agenda is <laughs> yeah. yeah. The agenda is
0: representation, yes. pure and simple. Yes
2: and it's like they're not shying yeah. away from like oh it could be this and it's like but it's just like oh no yeah that's just one of the realities of life you know and that's it so yeah. it's got that good representation yeah, these people exist
0: and they there are crimes sometimes about them. so if a crime happens to one of them we should consider whether it's a crime because exactly. of this like their identity yeah
2: exactly but um i'm sure a lot of people have issues with that the capital g gamers but it yeah it's got a Good level of representation, which good. is refreshing and nice. Mm. It's it's not like anything needs to be said about it. It's just like, yeah, that would be something that would happen in this world, you know. Absolutely, and that's a, the, you know, right. there's the, one of the secondary characters is gay and overtly gay, and it's like, yeah, cool, done, that's it. Representation, thank you. But yeah, yeah that's it, really. But yeah, so it's was really that, that,
1: that, fun that seems like the best kind of representation really doesn't it like these people exist because they exist we don't need to make a fucking big deal out of it they 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 are here they are represented and and that's you know uh, sorry not make a big deal out of it in terms of us saying yes this is good because of that
3: well you don't make a big deal yeah yeah, you don't want to put a hat on the on it
0: yeah you don't want the game to be like oh look we're doing the
1: signpost in the
0: same way yeah in the same way that, like, you what you don't what people don't actually want like they want representation for the protagonist. They're fine mm-hmm. with representation for the antagonist, but really, it's actually just look we're X percent of the population, mm-hmm. and it's weird yeah. when a game that's supposed to take place in this world has zero yeah. percent. Like, <laughs> like it, actually, what you, what you what people want is like more ancillary characters than the odd protagonist. Mm-hmm. In the same way that. And so the characters and protagonists are white, straight, and male. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. It's like it. And the, I'm not saying you can you can just get away with only doing yeah. that, but like when you put a hat on it, where it's like, look, we put a gay guy, and then they have no real role except being the gay one. You're like, well, no, the point is they're a person who's integral to this Absolutely. game and its plot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they yeah. happen to be gay. Like
2: exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like just very matter of fact. It's like. This this transgender woman, like, drag queen is, like, saying, explain to this poor robot, like, <laughs> yes, you know, there are different genders. He's like, why is it, Why does everyone refer to me as a he? I'm a robot. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, oh that's well, really it, it's a man's world. And he's just like, yeah, it's just very matter of fact. And it's nice, it's nice to see, yeah. But, yeah, it's cross really cool. overall. <laughs> Picross <Yeah>. is great. Yeah. <laughs> I but really it's good it. it's good that mm. there's
1: that central mechanic which uh you know is very, very simple, and it has this lovely, very mm. well thought out very well- made wrapper mm. around it and i, I the, the um the name sounded sort of familiar. And I did a quick, um, I did I did a quick Google, and um, there's a Sandra film which, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. um, it, yeah. it wasn't that. So, um, I uh, it's, uh, published by the Irregular Corporation, mm-hmm. um, who I've just emailed about their game called Good Company, which looks really good as well.
2: Oh, oh mm. Mm. follow up on that. See what that's about. Yeah, yeah so well, like it's like
1: company. a tycoon, uh, like a tycoon management game. Yeah, okay. Type of thing.
0: Yeah, cool.
2: Yeah.
0: It's um, good. So, I will read. There are four oh, negative no. reviews of, uh, <laughs> uh, but let, there's a hundred positive reviews. Do. Wow! So, yeah. So this is an
3: excruciatingly
0: great mm, ratio for a small mm-hmm. game. Uh, so, uh, one of them is uh, from cometerer Apart from the extremely weird pixel art style used in the puzzles, it's, it's a Picross. Picross game. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I lost. I lost most of my progress by loading the wrong save, which then instantly overrate the, overwrote the latest autosave. So I was like, okay, so there's a bug. You're, you're it, negative
2: reviewing or it, or did they just say say new game? Yeah, yeah, or they. Every he had game. not
1: saved. He hadn't saved his yeah. game. It was only on the auto save, and then he loaded oh, the wrong one no, and it true, auto save Oh, yeah, you're auto. totally yeah. right.
2: Yeah. yeah, that that's true. Y- you do have to manually save, but it also user, saves anyway. User error. Yeah, yeah, that's user Hempcack. error. And you put a yeah. negative review for yeah. because every that's game's like quite like, a big. They put the first thing like new game. I hate it. I hate this as well. Where every game you start it yeah. up and it's like new game. It's like, continue or new game. Some games, the first yeah. thing is continue. Some games, the first thing is new game. And if it doesn't have yeah, multiple saves... Yeah, you can really saves, fuck it up. Exactly. So that... Yeah, yeah.
0: autosave is really bad for that. Yeah. Um, the second review, mm-hmm. uh, someone who played point eight hours on mm-hmm. record, uh, their username is f semicolon. <clears throat> <laughs> Loser. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. I agree. I hope he that I do hope there is more he to that, but I know there is isn't. <laughs> no, nope. that's They're it.
3: A loser.
0: And then, uh, for some reason, I'm not getting the fourth negative review. The other one is basically they didn't like that um, the puzzles got really hard near the end. I
2: I, I can Fair sympathize enough. with that because um, I'm somehow good at Picross. I don't need any hints or anything like that. I'm just weird. Um, I can't do Sudoku for hell, but I, I can I can do pickcross. Right? I find
0: Picross easier than Absolutely. Sudoku as
2: well. But um, yeah, it's a bit weird where it's like, oh, we're gonna find out who who killed everybody and who who's the centre of this whole crime epic, and then you're doing a fifteen by twenty cross puzzle and it takes like half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. It really just uh. You know, interrupts with the flow. Yeah, I mean, I think if I was interested
0: in the narrative, I might be frustrated by my sudden inability to do Picross, But also, the
2: narrative is so it's set in like 1996, and it's very 1996 where it's like it's very campy. Oh sweet! Now I really want to play this game. It's very non. It's like this is stupid. You know, it's it's not it's not really. Oh, I'm reading a crime thriller. By Michael Crichton, or something like this. This is like a very stupid, you know, 90s pulpy kind of nonsense. Mm. I mean, the There's main no character. John Hammond
1: slamming his cane <laughs> into the floor yeah. at random points. Like... Yeah.
2: The main character is uh, she used to be a TV actress on a crime solving uh, TV show.
0: Oh, she's bones. Yes, (laughs) and she suddenly, (laughs) she
2: suddenly, uh, you know, just decided to become a private investigator, which doesn't happen. So, yeah.
0: Oh, I guess it's more like Castle, because that's (laughs) literally the plot of Castle. It's Nathan Fillion. Castle. Nathan Fillion is a crime writer. Yeah, a crime writer who. Uh, joins the police to help.
2: So it's Alan Wake. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every, I mean, it's, post,
1: it's
0: a post-modern fucking world, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Um, That's murder by now Except
0: you, they're going to cancel the post soon because of Corona. It's <laughs> just going to have to go back to being a modern world.
2: I'm already training Great. my pigeon. <laughs>
0: to be
1: your boyfriend?
2: No. Um. <laughs> hey! <laughs>
0: No, the pigeon's already her boyfriend. Yes. That's how she got the pigeon. Um, She's just trading her boyfriend, I, I, who I, happens I, to be a I pigeon. I played
2: <laughs> some of that hatful boyfriend, and I that's tell cool. you what, yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I could that's not.
1: I, I think that's a very. Niche I believe that market.
2: <laughs> very. Ni-
0: I hope very niche. <laughs> More niche than us, in fact. I think. Um, I, I think um, that was episode one eighty two. Um not that long ago then. Who
3: well cuz we, we talked about
0: we talked about K Well, we talked about KFC well, we Kf- dating simulator oh, yes, and yes, then yeah. mm-hmm. and then you told us about your Hadaful thing. Uh I That episode thanks Ben <laughs> great title entitled uh finger licking mm-hmm. good <laughs> No was it really? Um, oh yep. dear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna miss KFC in the apocalypse. I
0: tell you, <laughs> man. They have they have vegan KFC now. They have vegan KFC. Um, that's well, definitely the, the start of the apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is. I mean, I I feel like the the avian flu was uh, God saw this coming.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Imagine that. It's like you're up to KFC. Um, and they're like oh sorry you only got falling oh my god Uh, yeah I mean it's (laughs) wrong that when I
0: realised I had to go out and buy beer that I was like I wonder if a supermarket has Corona so I could taste that for the first time on the pod (laughs) it's not good like you're glad I avoided that joke it's not good yeah it was also like I would have to find a fresh lime because god that beer is not good without lime (gasps) then you could just sing the eagles
1: all night and you'd be (laughs) well away yeah like yeah, yeah. Let's right, let's open. We're just streaming. Let's open more beers. Let's drink more beers. Okay. I think it's a three. It's a three beer episode. Uh, yeah. Adel, you look ready. Oh, hang on. What have we got? What have we got? What have we got?
0: Got more. Oh, not slightly I've got different a more... from mine. Oh, but but also purple. Wow, that is. They they are like the same purple. Mm. I think. Uh, but mine is mine is an. Oh, yours is more royal purple. Mine is a slightly yes yeah yes. you're right you're right yeah what fine. have we got uh i've got the more old freddie walker which they had in they just had in stock even though it's march um at the place you recommended me that wasn't the wine one who uh um, yeah thank you uh, it is a 7.3% rich, dark, full-bodied old ale reminiscent of liquid Christmas pudding savored all year round. It won the Champion it is the champion Winter Beer of Britain from 2004 Ooh. and won a th- Roger Proetz's 300 beers to try before you die. Um, usually the first to sell out at beer festivals thanks to spend of pale lager and crystal pale lager crystal wheat and black malts that are fermented with English yeeps and brambling ho- cross hops are added to provide a hint of orange and a balancing note of bitterness that's not on the can that's for on yeah. the website because it was like i knew this I, I like i remember seeing something about this one so i quit, did a quick google i'm like oh some people really like this i'm beer. glad
1: i'm glad you referenced a book that's called so many beers to drink before Try you before die, die. Yes.
0: There's a reason I picked this. Uh,
1: feels like it's very prescient, Lucy. Mm. What's your? I see you wiping it down. What's your next one? Hell
2: yeah! One? Um, mm. You
1: have to wipe, wipe your it beers down. down. Everybody listening, line? wipe your beers down. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, I washed it before I put it in the fridge, but as I always do. But anyway, it is from the beer plus art series. Um... I don't know how many of there have been, but this is number 14... And it's Pig Ears uh, Beer Limited and Lost Mm. and Grounded. It's a Vienna-style lager and it's 5.2%. Nice. Uh, It's got an old man on the beach, black and white on the can. Very wholesome. and is he going set, for a
1: dip or has he come out of the sea?
2: He's watching a TV. Oh. All stars TV on the beach. That's, I don't know how that works, but anyway, um, it says plus Sam Davis" and it says "Sam Sammy is the graphic designer behind Lost and Grounded Brewers. Uh, he works closely with the brewery to bring the brand to life with inspiration coming from the great outdoors."
1: I, I, I don't know why Ludo she exploded at that moment in time.
2: Kologna, oh, she's back. Which were then manipulated oh. using a mixture of disciplines. So yeah, I, I'm guessing <laughs> this is just put, you know, um, put in front of the set of the artists of the beers. Which is a nice touch. Tasting notes. This Vienna-style lager is smooth with biscuity malt notes. Hopping with uh, US Pacific Crest <laughs> Delivers a new world take on traditional noble hops, floral, grassy, and piney in equal measure.
1: <coughs> you, I mean, I don't think you've noticed, Lucy, but you're,
0: you're totally frozen, frozen, and we miss part of that. Yeah,
1: um, um, we also, heard half of the yeah. uh, flavor text as well. I mean, we we've been talking about the yeah. end of the world. It's absolutely here. Yeah, the internet is dying. Yeah. Uh, everything is falling um, apart. Can it's a three beer episode. Her... It's just, it's just ended. Yeah. It's gone.
0: Oh, hi. can I? Can I ask you? Oh, we lost. Can I, Ben? You're the one recording the yes. video. Where are we? I keep meaning to ask where we're situated. Oh, she's gone oh. completely.
2: Oh, uh.
0: oh uh, she's just like out. on my monitor. It's Lucy. Ben. And
1: mm-hmm. Can
2: oh. I hear? Can you hear? I can me, hear. Then? Yeah, we can hear. you. Yes.
1: Can yeah. you hear us? Okay.
2: I can hear Good. you. Where did I cut out? Because I read the whole camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew Mate, you did. That I was kind of the best part. It. If people yeah. want to know... I mean, it's on my of... recording. So. It'll be on yeah, the yeah. audio version. We got, got most... Yeah.
0: yeah. We got That's most funny. of your audio, and um, it was just that you were frozen, frozen afterwards. Yeah. That was the big thing. I saw that. Um, so, for um, inside so ben, baseball... Not inside yeah. baseball,
1: because if you watch the YouTube, you as you're looking at your you'll screen... See. Adle is on the left, Lucy is in the middle, and I am on the right.
0: Right, so when you did the finger finger thing, thing, I'm pointing
1: towards Lucy, and then I I I bit the far other side. Over Lucy.
0: (laughs) Okay, gotcha, okay. That's interesting. It's that a helps beer. because,
2: yeah. <laughs> Thanks. For I'm sure. going to open my beer. Thank Wait, you. I'm drinking I'm a beer. It's cider.
1: Um, I have got uh, another beer from more. Three more beers this episode. Um, I am drinking the barrel aged. F-
0: Wait, we're having three
1: more. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm
1: drinking the barrel aged fusion, which is an old ale. Uh, it's the 2018 vintage. It's 8% and it has been aged in Calvados barrels. So, as with all of Moore's beers, there's fuck all on there. Um, it tells me where it's brewed. It tells me it's got water, malted barley, malted wheat, hops and yeast in it. And then it tells me that in several languages. It's got a bit of information on there. The can is conditioned with live yeast. It's unfined, unfiltered and unpasteurized. I'm gonna pour it into a glass and see what it is. It's an old yep. ale
0: at eight percent. It does oh on the side. Man, you're you're just between the bigger cans and and higher percentages. Even though we're on, I've picked up a seven point two. I've just still not caught up.
1: <laughs> I think the the other beer uh, I had in the fridge 7. was only seven yeah. percent, so I have i to step it up. Even though it is a smaller uh, smaller portion. Uh, but it does say on the mm. side, aged for 150 days in Calvados barrels, 2018. Um, so it does give you uh, a little bit of kind of of oh, info. Cool. If that comes into focus, I don't think it will quite on I my camera. Have, but
0: yeah, I, I mean, you could tell by this war, It was not aged in any <laughs> barrels. <laughs> uh, yes, my beer. Back to you. Um, quite a light on the nose, slight heavy sweetness, a little bit of like dried fruit. Uh, that's about it.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. Short and snappy.
0: Oh, wow. It's luxurious. That's
3: um, absolutely
1: what you want to hear on every bear, surely. It's luxurious.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. It's, uh, so one of my worries was Christmas puddings like sounds like it could be really overbearing.
2: Sweet, yeah.
0: But this is sweet. It is definitely dried fruit sweet. But it um I mean this is just a dark ale, right? Yeah. Uh it's the alcohol works really well with the fruitiness. There's some chocolatey notes filling it out at the end. Um the dried fruits are less raisin more date mm-hmm. but it's kind of hard to tell because basically it's just because raisins tend to have this really spiky sweetness mm. and it, it doesn't have that it's got a really nice uh, it's, the malts are just like oh yeah there's a malty beer De- deal with it <laughs> and then there's a bit of a chocolate just a touch of a chocolatey finish and it's kind of sweet which is I think the higher alcohol content compared to the other beers I've been having mm-hmm. but it's actually I think one of the reasons why it might be Christmas puddingy is that all these tastes are kind of condensed together, and they don't like it's not like it's not a give and take between them it's like these are happening now, and then they kind of don't and so like there's a a density of flavors but it's it's not like drinking pudding it's actually still quite wet mm. um and it doesn't linger that long. Uh, that's not true. There's a little bit of... um, Like I said, a little bit of a... Uh, dark fruit sweetness that lingers. But overall... It's just... Uh, it's just... Re- it's a really excellent blend of... Sweetness and malts that is reminiscent of like... A full winter dessert. Mm. But without sort of the heaviness... Like, it's the full-bodied flavor without the, like, heaviness of the actual full-body yeah. of, of these things. Um, which, surprisingly, I think I can drink this 7.3% full-bodied ale also quickly because <laughs> it doesn't have a long finish. And it, it doesn't feel like in your... It doesn't feel sure. filling. It's just like, oh, there's there's just a lot going on in a short space of time. Mm. Oh, guess what I like? Experiencing that taste. I think I might not nurse this because I want to be in that mm-hmm. taste space. And it doesn't linger in that sense, so I can easily do that. Yeah. Not to say there isn't a finish. It's just what I like most about it is a little more forward. Yeah. Although some there's a slight coffiness in the lingering finish, which I think is just Fitness? the bitter and the, yeah. the dried fruit taste sort of coming to a coffee like thing. I don't think there's like a actual coffee note. It just reminds me mm. of coffee. Um. But well, yeah, this is. That's a good fucking nice beer. Home. Good, good. Uh, Lucy, good. we'll come to you.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, the head has just started to go down. Um, it's, oh wow! It's producing these really big, pocketed bubbles, like really foamy. Um, it's darker than your average lager. Uh, almost looks like you know, like Belgian double. Yeah, it almost. looks almost like it was a sort of bronzy. Um, yeah, mm. definitely. Mm. Much darker and a bit browner, but uh, still giving off quite a bit of carbonation. You can see the bubbles. It's got that... Mm, it's got a bit of a roasty smell to it. Um, probably probably a bit more malty than the last lager than it had. Uh, probably on condition of it being an IPL, but yeah. Still getting that like. It's like buttery, roasty kind of aromas. Yeah, definitely more malty. Mm. Taste wise, Mm. yeah, this tastes much more like a traditional lager. Mm. And just as soft and an easy drinking though. It's probably less crisp than the IPL that I had. It, it, it's mm. got that very smooth easy finish you're not getting a lot of crispness to it even though i can still see you know the bubbles and the carbonation it's not it's not gassy it's not it's not fizzy or anything like that it's very soft and this just literally just came out the fridge as well um when we all were getting our third beers so it's right. it, it's at a cold enough temperature so it's not like it's had time to sit and, you know, get less carbonated, less fizzy, so... Yeah, this is really nice, really easy-drinking lager. You nice. You're getting all those qualities of a lager as well. Um, probably a bit more deep and malty uh, than the IPL. But you're still getting that, like, kind of clove smell, that, cl- you know, clove taste. It, it, it's It's not quite like a Belgian double or triple, but... I mean, it's not nearly as strong anyway, but you're definitely getting that kind of like Belgian yeasty kind Mm. of taste and aroma to it. It's really nice. Nice, nice. This is good. Good. I mean, hold on. Just remembered, it's a Vienna style lager. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. From the Hmm. lagers that I've had from Austrian, which aren't too plenty, but I can see that. Yeah. It's good. Nice, very nice. nice. Mm. Yeah, they've said it, floral, grassy and piney. I think I'm probably getting more of the floral rather than mm-hmm. the grassy and the piney but um, but yeah, it, it, mm. it's very good. Excellent. I really if I can drink a lager and if someone said hand me a lager it's like yes, this this is everything that I want from a lager but if you're not If you're very much more into your ales rather than your lagers now, I think this would convince you more so Mm. than the IPL, because the IPL just very much, I think the fruit forwardness of the IPL is very much, this is an IPA first, lager second, whereas this is very much a lager, but not too in your face, not too harsh. So yeah, this is good. Good, good. Mm.
1: I had to Google Calvados because I was unsure what yeah. um, what Calvados was. Uh, no Google, fuck off! My phone is now because I've just said <laughs> the word Google. I to Google the Google. I've just Isn't googled it a type of wine. No, it's a brandy. So Calvados right. is an apple all pear brandy from Normandy in France, and mm. you, you absolutely get that on the nose. It's very very sweet. Uh, I mean you could almost if you didn't uh know what Calvados was, you could almost mistake it for a port. It's very close to that sort yes, of sweetness. Yes,
2: yes. And I can I can see Calverdos. that with I can see that with it being like remember. a
1: pear or apple brandy just having that extra little bit of uh, of sweetness to it. But it's a lovely lovely what? nose. Yeah.
2: It might have been in like a pear tart or something, Calvados. Mm. I've definitely heard of Calvados, but yeah.
1: Ooh. Oh. Flavour wise That nose is is pure you know the, the Calvados barrels. It's pure sweet. It is that brandy. In the flavour, you're getting a a lovely woody smokiness to it. And that sweetness is—it is there, but it is pulled back so much by everything else. And I know it says it's an old ale, um, but it kind of—it's it, it, almost sitting between a kind of like a smoky, roasted, very, very light stout, which is kind of barrel aged almost you know those those extra elements that that slight sweetness from the brandy barrels is in there but it is overtaken mm. by that smokiness and that's uh, you know that is the big flavor in there the, the the one that is kind of dominating when you drink it and, and it's not a it's not a harsh smokiness you know we've all had beers where that smokiness has been a little bit uh, too much and it's kind of edged on that yeah. uh on, on that harsh uh um, kind of side but this is very uh very smooth um the, the smokiness comes across more as a dryness and a uh, as a dominance I suppose within the within the end of the flavor so When you go to sip it you stick your nose in and you're getting all of those lovely sweet flavors to it and when you sip it you kind of go through and cut through that sweetness with that woody sort of tannin uh flavor to it the smoky element comes into it a lot and sort of dominates and then it kind of Allows that sweetness just to creep back in a little bit. Um, And again, style, old ale. What the fuck is old ale if kind of just not really a style? Almost just...
0: uh, Do you think they just mean like the fact that it was aged in a barrel so it's not like fresh from a still?
1: Hmm... I don't know because you have like barrel aged stuff, don't you have barrel aged stouts, barrel aged porters? Um, it, it's not quite. I, I think they've gone. Well, this isn't. It's not a stout. It's not a porter. We're not. We're not there. It's not got that. You know, it's mm. not got the stuff in it that would make it that. It doesn't have those qualities to it. It is much more of a. I would. You know, maybe edging towards more of a traditional kind of ale a slightly thinner, mm. wetter, uh malty kind of beer, but the barrel aging in right. this just dominates and the the, the tannins, the smokiness mm. cuts through that sweetness. The sweetness is still there. It allows that to come through still. Uh but there's just that that really solid kind of uh, woody backbone to it that 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 mm. just drives that flavour forward. And it again, as with all of these beers this evening, it's very, very easy. Um, it, it, it's not, as I say, it's not harsh. So you're not sipping it and going,
3: oh, right.
1: oh I'm getting smoky. Uh, yeah, it is, you know, it goes, you stick your nose in, you get that lovely brandy sweetness from it. And it progresses through to going, okay, yes, I'm getting the tannins. Oh, now that cuts through with that smokiness. Okay, the sweetness is coming back through. Like This this works its way through very, very well. And it's easy, though. So easy.
3: Mm.
1: I mean, it may be two beers before this, but it's, it's going back so, so quickly. Uh, and it gives me just a, a yeah. lasting smokiness and sweetness. So now I've had a few sips of it. That smokiness, which dominated at first, is cut back slightly to allow the sweetness to do a little bit more, to allow that brandy to just push through very slightly. Um, and it's a very sweet brandy. You know, it is edging almost on a on a port. Uh, so, right. oh, exactly what I wanted this evening after a couple of beers. This is per- a perfect Excellent. end uh, to a, to a little session this evening. Short session,
3: yeah. Um,
1: so let's we'll jump back into games, and I'm conscious of time a little bit, and I definitely want to get both of you back yeah, in. Just, no, no, um, no, Adel, no you, I'm, you... I'm
2: fine. Don't worry. I'll talk about Ori next week because I haven't <gasps> finished oh, it. I want to know about Ori. Have you not
1: finished it? Well, okay, no, that makes so that so makes I'll things a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, I was going to title the episode Ori and the End of the World. But You you, uh, you still can. We don't talk about Ori. Yeah, or Ori's
2: great. It it's my favourite game of the year. So there you go. <gasps> there you can title that Ooh, that. Wow. To Big weekend, props. Not much, not much else has come out this year. And Doom's not That's any. true. Doom
1: Doom's in like a few days' time. Actually, on the yeah. day of release, Doom will have come out. So people may be yeah. playing Doom and listening to us. I suggest you do that. No, no, I don't actually, because Mick Gordon's yeah. soundtrack will be fucking stellar. So you just want to listen to that oh, fucking fuck yeah. music
3: instead
1: of us. So Adel, you mentioned you played a couple of little mobile games.
0: Yeah, so one of them I know, I'm sure I talked about before, but a friend reminded me it existed. It's called 2048. Oh, yes, yeah. I, yeah. We've talked about that before. It's just like a little 4x4 four four grid. Uh, a game starts with... Um, what? an advertiser? <laughs> <laughs> um, a game starts with... Uh, like. Uh, two two bricks in the four by four grid, uh, like a two or a four, depending on the difficulty. And then every time you swipe in a direction, all the Uh-oh. tiles will move all the way in the direct that direction it's they freeze. go. And another, w- <laughs> yeah. And then another thing will will pop up. And then if they are the same type, they'll collapse together and add up. And the point is, you're trying to get add up to twenty forty eight. And it's really addictive. Um, you get to know the patterns really easily. You you get to know like how to pile things up, such that you'll be able to pass. All well and good. Talked about it before. Uh, I forgot how good a thing it was. Like on a plane, mm. Mm. when I'm, when you're stuck somewhere and just kind of want to feel like you're doing <laughs> a thing.
2: I don't want to be reductive, but how is it different to freeze other than it's divisible by four?
0: That is an excellent <laughs> thing to bring up. Because the second game I was going to bring up, which I hadn't <laughs> played before, is Freeze. <laughs>
2: really? You played 2048 before Freeze.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone told me about it years ago.
2: Because the whole thing about Freeze is that there's been so many clones of Freeze. So I'm wondering if this is a clone of yeah. Freeze. I doubt it came before Freeze. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, um, I will Freeze. look into that yeah, for but, a second. Um,
0: yeah. But I mean, the big difference though is... <laughs> I mean, threes. You have to use a add a one square or one tile to a two tile to make a three, right. and everything after that, it's matching two of a type to get mm-hmm. one up. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I uh, did not realize that I haven't put my phone on mute, so astute listeners will hear the soundtrack. Is it a soundtrack?
3: Um, I no, <laughs> I, mean, I, I I could. I've got head. I've got
0: big ass headphones on, and I was like, "What is
3: that noise?"
0: Oh no, because I opened it up just to like remind myself of like, oh, "How's it go?" because <laughs> um, yeah. I am bad at this non-Java bars. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so the big difference is obviously you're you're adding up by threes instead of twos, powers of two. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if twenty forty eight was first, just because it's simpler.
2: Possibly, I, I don't know. Two I tiles, freeze has been kicking around for at least eight years. Yeah. Oh, eight
0: years! So well, who knows? Yeah, because I think I first learned about because I remember a few like years back,
2: it's like uh, it's Hayden. It wasn't really in its Hayden. It came to like Xbox, and it was something. You remember that snap feature in Xbox where you could have. Like something playing and there's something snapped to the side. That's how I used to play it. Um, And that's where they put all their... uh,
1: Just for... uh, (laughs) Just for that. Threes Mm. came out on the 6th of February 2014 and 2048 came out on the 9th of March 2014. There is a month wow. between them yeah, it's a
2: cl- so it's one of the clones yeah
0: so yeah and so there's actually a couple articles I mm-hmm. just found which I didn't get a chance to read but apparently uh, one of them is claiming that the oh wow this is great one is like when ripoffs are, are better than the yeah. original game and the other one is like threes is a mess. these
3: people
2: loved freeze it's very popular I, I enjoyed it just fine, but people are like, yeah, this is the best mobile game ever. But it's, that's from people who didn't play mobile games
0: yeah.
3: ever.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so at, at one point, Threes was removed from Google Play because it used 2048 as a keyword, despite that 2048 <laughs> is a blatant known clone of Threes. Oh, there is like a fucking rabbit hole. Of the difference between these games that I Mate, didn't... Just the
1: mind games in marketing must have been just <laughs> Oh, insane. God, yeah.
0: So, so one of the things that Threes does differently, though, is... Uh, w- when you swipe to the left, everything moves to the left one uh-huh. brick. Yeah. So the two major differences... Well, so there's three. There's obviously the Threes versus Twos. Mm-hmm. What, what, we're escalate, what we're adding on. But... Um, 3s starts with this unique thing of you have to add a 1 and a 2, like smash a 1 and a 2 together yeah. to get a 3.
2: Whereas
0: and then and after that, 2 3s make a 6, 2 6s make a 12, and you can literally do the maths. Yeah, is inherently easy because of the maps.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, because 2048 is everything slides as far as it can. So you can... Uh, the calculations just differently, but it's also... You hit a two into a two, and if two is the lowest Mm. card, you hit a two into a two, it becomes a four. Um, Which also means it's... I'm not surprised if it was more successful, because it means you can... Because everything shunts all the way, there's no, like, middle ground you can calculate, but also because there's no... Like, all you need is the lowest number to hit the lowest number, it's just a more sleepy game. Like, I was going to comment on how just having that... If it introduces a one, and then introduces a two, but on the other side, I kind of fucked. Versus, like, I can kind of shunt a two yeah, to a two yeah. in a certain way. Like, it's just, it's a different. Like, they seem like the same game, except different numerals. But actually, those, the 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 two functional differences mean a lot. Yeah. Like, it's you you can you have to strategically plan more with threes, for various reasons. Um, But the main one being like, (laughs) shit, like I I can't, I'll just, you could basically, a fail state is always, you can't shift anything, because as soon as two tiles of the same type touch, or a one and a two and three in case, they collapse into each other, keep creating a new empty space. So if you aren't swiping in a way that keeps creating empty spaces, you fill up the board. There's no denominators though. And then
2: divide yeah. this into and
0: then And the whole point of, of the game is essentially like uh, can you... What's the biggest number you can get? Because like, obviously when you hit a 12 into a 12, is a 24. If you can create another 24, then it's a 48. So how big... Uh, your score by the time you end is always the biggest... On both games, is just the yeah. biggest... Top, Number it's on a the board. cool
2: way to represent the score as well, which I haven't thought about. Where it's like, mm. yes, this is the biggest number. You know? It's not like. Within margins, it's like, no. Yeah. It, it, it's demonstrably bigger yeah, it's just than your last It's the biggest score. number yeah, on the board. Yeah.
0: And you could have got there in a minimum amount of moves or a maximum amount of moves. I don't fucking care. Oh, they, they, the game they just cares. What is okay. the bigger number yeah. on the yeah, board?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the interesting thing about clones. It's like. Especially in the mobile space, it's, like, so many clones, but it's, like, if this came after... Some of them, but, them do functionally yeah, if different do, things. It's the same concept, but they're doing, as you say, different things, and it's actually good, and you you can see, like, work has been put into it. It's, like, everything's well, like, I said reiterative in the gaming space. Like, Fortnite is a clone, when you think about it, so...
0: But, like, I like 2048 because of, like... I- The reason why I would pick a game like that is kind of like I want to mindlessly kill time. That's
2: valid in itself, yeah.
0: And so I kind of just like that it's like these big sweeping moves. And maybe I'm playing Uh it wrong, Um, (laughs) because I'm not thinking as strategically. But like threes, forces, every time I see... So any tile that is three or up is white, and then ones are blue and twos Uh are red, I think. So every time I see a colored thing show up, I'm like, oh shit, I need to figure out how to get rid of this as soon as possible. Because if I don't have the other matching color, it's like a non-starter, while all the white ones, maybe it's like if I have a three in, then I can just tumble into a six or a 12. It's like, this is the starting point. I know I might fuck this up. Um, while with 2048, you get the sense that, like, especially in the early game, it might have happier end score, but you can kind of just, like, Swipe around, get some twos and fours. Eventually, you'll find a way to collapse them together. Like, yes, there's a maximal way, but if you're just trying to kill time playing this game, you don't have to think yeah, that much. Uh,
2: it's more mindless, not not in a bad way, but yeah, it's more mindless. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's it's Cause, scratching as freeze edge. De- definitely gets hard, like after a few moves. So, yeah, but it gives you an uh, uh, uneven gamer score, so it's good. So. <laughs> If you're not on a five or a zero, then play freeze. Nice, yeah. nice.
1: Yeah. Um talking of kind of like clones and stuff, I have started uh, Corruption twenty twenty nine.
2: This is from which the same is, devs as Mutant Mayhem. Yes, yeah. which
1: is uh, from the bearded, uh, bearded ladies. I think
2: they're called. Yeah, it's not beard uh, envy. It's bearded ladies Yeah, beard envy is <laughs> uh, filament.
1: is filament, which we which we spoke about. Uh, yeah, this is the bearded yeah. ladies. And, You're not allowed
2: to play any of these games because you don't have a beard anymore.
1: Uh, that's it. <laughs> Are you allowed to
2: play these games? No. Yes. Why <laughs> can I play these games? Because I had a beard. And because I you, don't you I had no choice. You, you receded from the beard, <laughs> uh, Ben. Yeah, good, it's good. you. you no, it's very simple,
0: <laughs> Ben. It is entirely very simple. <laughs> you were bearded. Lucy was yes. a lady. <laughs> Lucy still is a was. lady. No, you are no fine. longer bearded.
2: Um, I have a beard. You cannot play these
0: <laughs> well, games, and that's <laughs> no. You and are that's lady. fine. It's it's the bearded and the
3: ladies, and you who have play this. <laughs> uh, What Does was the name gross? of the game? Um, Corruption
1: um, Twenty twenty nine. Oh, what? Um, and it is a like a straight up uh, clone of Mutant Year Zero with just different uh, models for lots of different things. Um, and I haven't spent that long with it at all. I, okay. I may talk about it next week. Uh once I've had a little bit more time with it, but currently it's uh it's a very similar game, but on a user interface kind of level, it's nowhere near as good I I've don't know whether that, that's yeah. I don't know whether they've mm. they've thrashed it out really quickly, that's but what
2: I thought yeah at
1: least through the epic store uh when you go to play a level your character which appears as a, a, a 3d character is rather than being on the uh, the right hand side of the screen which is empty is sat over the mm. top of lots of information so your loadout the abilities that you can have you know it seems like there's a few issues and a few bugs within this that are just uh, for me so far have made it a little bit awkward to navigate uh the the gameplay the gameplay is as mutant year zero was it's very good uh what i played of it is enjoyable and it is you know it's nice it's a it's a tactical sort of squad game uh and and that's great but trying to navigate through those menus is a is a chore Mm. really is Oh. And that kind of put me off. Uh, at one point, I just went, no, I just don't want to do this. I ben. just don't want to sit here and not understand what weapons my characters have. Yeah. And seeing right. what abilities I can kind of equip to them. No, I just, I, I'm just, i just going to turn yeah. this off.
2: Ben, was uh, Mutant Year Zero just this last year? Or was it the year before? Uh,
1: year? Was no, was it was, was it? 2018. Wow. Yeah. Was
2: it really? It doesn't seem like that. I remember it came out. Tail end of the year. Yeah, know. it was. Something. It was
1: towards. Yeah. It was about November of 2018. Oh, I okay. I seem to remember it was about sort of how, si- fifth or fifth or, or sixth, like it? sixth like of December. my on my game of the year list of 2018 because yeah, so really yeah 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 because yeah. I did really enjoy it absolutely. Yeah, and but,
0: you're right. It came out December yeah. 2018. Like, how is that a year? I own it and I've still <laughs> I not know. played. And it. Corruption was.
1: Year? Uh, was free. No, it wasn't free. No, that's a complete lie. It was not free. No. Uh, it came out, I what think, like... on Epic Game Store. I don't know whether there was exclusivity, but so because I...
0: February 17th, 2020, it's not yeah. on Steam. I heard a So,
1: because I had, through the uh, winter sale, a £10 discount mm-hmm. code through Epic, uh, I, I, I thought, well, brilliant, yeah. Mutant Zero. I really enjoyed Mutant Zero. I'll yeah. pick this up. Uh, but so far, it's just a it's a little that's bit, a you know, yeah. like, okay, I played this and it's just buggy enough to put me off.
2: That's a real shame because you would have mm. thought like um, all the good press that they had from you in year zero, you know, with it Absolutely. being on Game Pass, a lot of people probably would be like, oh, what's next from the developer? Um, yeah, to, to put it out in this state because that, that's what I've heard. Other than you, like, uh, it's not as good, and people are just be like, it's okay, but I'd, I could be playing other sh- strategic games, and that's yeah. not
1: this. And, and I'd, I'd be more than happy, yeah. I mean, I'd more than happy for Year them, Zero. yeah. And I'd have been more than happy for them to have gone back to Mutiny Zero mm-hmm. and to have produced, and, like, done a, a good solid a, DLC, yes, campaign. And, a, and a similarly priced solid DLC yeah. element to that game. Rather than something different uh that isn't quite optimized to what they're trying to to do
2: that's a bummer. I wonder what because it okay, it wasn't like the three months that I thought it was It's it's like a year and three months since Mutant Year Zero yeah. came out. I wonder what prompted them to put out a maybe it was just done, but it but when you're saying it's got bugs in it, it's like maybe it wasn't done uh, maybe uh, it could
1: possibly but mm. but it was done to a certain level that suddenly. Uh, they were producing this game and then they got the uh the license mm. from you know the tabletop RPG mutant to then make a game based upon that and they took the basis of what they'd already made and then adapted it to that uh franchise i don't even know what this franchise is tabletop it. so, so it's a mutant mutant uh mm. is a like a tabletop rpg Um, you know like just a sci-fi D&D essentially Mm -hmm. um, to to, to really sort of draw it down to a very very reductive sort of sentence but uh, yeah it's a a tabletop RPG and they were able to take that franchise and work with it so I mean there can be an absolute ton of different reasons why that was put out this wasn't why this has come that quickly afterwards and isn't very good um, or That's it's not bummer. that it's not very good. I I, I can't say it's not very good because the gameplay is solid. It is the same as Mutiny Zero. It is a solid game, but More but a lot of the stuff up. in the yep, menus that is yeah. just awkward, so hard to navigate through.
2: That's just a bummer, though. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is sad.
2: I, when I think of like oh, you know, you play a game from a developer and it's like oh, their next game's coming out. You, I, I don't know if it's just. Unreasonable expectations, but you always expect it to be as good as, if not better yeah. than, the last yeah. thing.
1: Well, I I definitely yeah. did, and as soon as I realised that it was from, um, the 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 same dev, I'm like, yes, I want this, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's just released. Great, I want this. I want this. So I, you know, I think it's only about sixteen or seventeen pound, uh, fifteen ninety nine maybe, and I mm-hmm. had that ten pound epic. Game store voucher, so it was like six quid, right? I'm like, yeah, this is a it's a no brainer. I'll pick this up. Yeah. It seems like you know, I I know this is gonna be good. Yeah. And now I played it. I'm gonna. Oh, oh, yeah,
2: that sucks. Because uh, in the case of like big AAA developers, it's like I'm always skeptical. I never expect the follow up to be as good as. Yeah. Um, but within you know smaller developers, I usually expect it. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I can't I can't think of a case where it's like oh no this second game is bad mm. not bad but like terrible but like, so,
0: so terrible that like just a drop yeah. in quality yes.
2: not not yeah. from a like if it's a different direction it's like oh I don't like this direction or this you know uh, this uh, like different genre you're going into mm-hmm. just a step down in like quality. Yeah, Yeah,
1: not not a subjective measure. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, an objective one. It's like this is buggy. This is yeah. I can't. Shame, that sucks.
1: It is. Hopefully, something happens with it and uh, it gets patched. uh, You know, as quickly as possible. And I'm able to kind of just have a similar experience uh, as I did with Mutiny Zero. Uh, But but yeah, as it stands, I just don't want to go back to it.
0: that's a, I mean, that's that's very yeah, telling. Right? Absolutely.
2: I believe they'll patch the hell out of it, and it'll be a new. It'll be like Anthem 2.0 or something, which we're still waiting ah. on. <laughs> uh.
1: It definitely won't, <laughs> because it may actually appear. Uh, <laughs> let's finish there for this yeah. week. We've all enjoyed three beers this evening. Uh, Let's see what our favourites were. Lucy, did you have a favourite? We've had a range of beers. I
2: have. Figure it out. I I I might need more time. It's between the lagers, but I can't think. Ooh, Adam. I need more time. Between Mm. the lagers.
0: Um. I have to say, I have a bit of a, a stretch as well. So, this one, the Luponic yep. Distortion, didn't quite make oh, the cut. Okay. Uh, just
1: Gone straight away, sure.
0: was it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's mostly because I really like yeah. these other beers. So, both the Moors did things very differently. Um, I really liked how smooth and melded the mango, the tea, and the pale ale worked in the do it together mm-hmm. like I thoroughly recommend yeah. this beer it's, a good it's beer. really interesting it's really tasty um, but I think I have to go with the old Freddy Walker uh, just because oh. it did a lot and it did it so well and like I'd grab another yeah, yeah like apparently it's award winning I don't really care about that part I care about the fact that like It really does do sort of the things you expect from a Christmas pudding type thing, but without the density. So you just get these, like, it's just really rich flavors all going, working together. Mm. Which, when I think about why I like the um, ironically named Do It Together, uh, it's that it does all those things together. And actually, I've got this 7.2% beer that's doing more disparate things Mm. really well together. It kind of has to just... If it if it's if that's the selling point of, of the green one, then the purple one wins because it also has that and it's a tougher job. Yeah. And I would want yeah. another one. But like, if you're not in the mood for heavy ish dark ale, definitely take Moore up on their do it together because I think the mango tea pale ale's quite a nice, easy drink. Not on the lager side like Lucy was having, but like a nice, good, solid pale ale with things going on and actually what I didn't like was it's short finish Mm. but if what you're looking for is just a simple beer that might actually go in your favour yeah
1: yeah that's
2: a good good rationale and has
1: it helped you Lucy?
2: yeah because I'm going to go in the inverse uh, direction (laughs) because I like to contradict everything Adil said um (laughs) I I was tossing it up between the Vienna style lager and the IPL, mm-hmm. uh, the P- Permanent right. Island Thumb Man. Uh, that pale was nice. It was, it it was probably yes, thumbs, or the opposable thumbs. Uh, <laughs> Ben's doing his thumb face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that what that is? Uh Kim was, used it, that face a lot it's funny. Oh, <laughs> well, we all feel sorry for Kim don't? Sure. <laughs> But the thumb man, um yeah, it was it was a decent pale. I think it was very one-sided in the finish. Um mm. The start didn't have that fruitiness or that hoppiness that I'd expect a pale to have. Still a, you know, really nice, decent, easy drinking beer, but um, I'd say more of what the style is, it probably goes to the IPL and the Vienna Style Lager but to choose one the IPL definitely did what it said on the tin whereas it's like, yes we've got the fruitiness from an IPA and then the lager's going to come in the finish with that, you know, crisp slightly buttery uh, end, but you know what? Sometimes you just need a lager, and the Vienna style lager was a Vienna style lager. It's like mm. it, it's got that biscuit, biscuity maltiness to it. It's got you know that that nice deep clove kind of taste to it, and it's like mm. yes, this is a lager. It's a nice lager, but it's mm. it, it's it's easy at the same time. It's it's not it's not heavy. Right. Not gassy, it's not harsh, it's just easy to drink, and yeah, I think it's the Beer Plus Art series um, from 2019, number 14. It's Pig Beer Limited and Loss and Grounded, the Vienna Star Lager that pips the post today. So, yeah, this is nice. very good.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, good, good. Uh, I, um, I, I, I'm kind of like in a similar position that I'm torn this week because
0: you are like i am natalie exactly
1: Bruglia. like natalie and um <laughs> yeah, i'm on you. camera I'm not, I'm not singing though that's <laughs> slightly different um i've never been in neighbors yet either
3: Which, good mm. paul yeah. very Thank proud you. of you Thank for that you. pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. definitely
1: a 90s child obviously um <laughs> yeah. oh, i don't know i don't know because the th- the three beers i had were very different and were doing we're doing very different things and doing what they wanted to do so the it's the double uh,
2: it's the double band don't don't kid yourself it's the double
1: uh, i mean uh, it, it probably yeah. is the, double yeah. um, the south yeah. the south brew company confidence is a preference uh, was really soft for an IPA. It was really, really easy going, really nice, very light. The more barrel-aged fusion was just a really good flavour, but I think it's one of those beers that you kind of have to be in the mood for. Mm. Uh, that barrel-aging mm. really coming through, that, that brandy uh, element to it, featured very, very heavily in that. And I think uh, you know that is a, a beer to end your evening on absolutely it wouldn't have been uh, if I'd have kicked off with that beer I'd have done something wrong uh, this (laughs) evening Uh, but finishing on it was was very good after these other beers but the patrons project Northern Monk which is with Dea and with Tank Petrol uh, Tank Petrol being the patron and Dea being the uh, collaboration brewer was just just uh, really really good yeah so juicy and you I think I mentioned you 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 just got that 8.2% but I think I was looking for it mm. if you weren't if right. you didn't know that this was 8.2% that could pass you by so easily it's it's juicy it's full of fruit you know I, I it's one of those that when we say like daya has its own style if you drink a day of beer you can probably very quickly pick out that it's a day of beer. And there's several other brewers that do that. Northern Monk is one of those. And I think you can kind of sit there and be like, this is a little bit, is it day is it Northern Monk? It kind of pulls both of them in there very well. Uh, balances both brewers and their styles out and the kind of the flavors that you associate with them very well, whilst also being a really drinkable, very easy uh, double dry hop, double IPA. Yeah. Uh, lovely soft nose for a double dry hop beer. But also easy, easy drinking for a double IPA. So, um, I mean, the can just impressed me. <laughs> the fact that there's a fucking <laughs> folder yeah. and it's a manual. than anything you know, Just to let everybody fucking see that yeah. once again. How
2: fucking absurd. They win every- all the beers today. Yeah, yeah. They, they win they,
0: everything. The beer... I would say the beer is clearly overpriced because you think paying
1: for that. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least fifty P more than it should be, yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's not good.
1: So, uh I can't imagine there are many of these left in any bottle shops currently in the country, yeah. but if you can, you know, look for it. See if you can Fucking find, find it. it. See if you can find it. it. Yeah. Uh or or order online. You know, as we we started out with the episode, so many brewers are adapting their business models to Uh, to take online uh, orders and deliver beers so see what you can do to support your local brewer see what you can do to support your local independent bottle shop as well whether you're you know Mm. uh, whether you want to buy pressure drop beers because they're fucking amazing and then say hey give this money to this bottle shop because I really like them and I'd like them to exist in the post you know Capitalist fucking future. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Hey, one last we'll see beer what before you enter happens. the Thunderdome. <laughs> I uh, mate, yeah. I, mean, it's I fucking hope the Thunderdome. When we get in there, that beer is just poured wait, on us man. continuously oh, yeah. from the fucking stands, just yes. thrown out. Uh, you know, the Thunderdome is in <laughs> Australia, so you'd imagine that it's just Victoria Bitter, just just, uh, just as a you know, <laughs> like as a river flowing through the middle of it. Really, mm-hmm. uh, who actually knows what the fucking apocalyptic future is going to? Uh, sure it's cool. going to bring us, <laughs> but we're going to drink through it. You should drink through it. You we won't even it know it as as well.
2: existed because we'll be blind drunk.
1: Well, that's it. We'll be drunk. We we spent most of our time indoors anyway, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah, this is great. we uh, have
2: got plenty of games to play. <laughs> um,
1: and thank you very much for joining us in your hour of need, in your final hours on this earth. I'm glad you've tuned into us, as you're the last three people you ever want to hear. Uh, no
2: that's dystopia
1: (laughs) but if we manage to survive at all how do people get hold of you and tell you about the games they're playing and the beers they're drinking
0: Uh, I'm at the OmniArc on all the things except Twitch where I'm the underscore OmniArc and to be honest given this fucking self-isolation I might actually stream a game so maybe that actually matters Um, should I buy
2: a webcam
0: but also oh my god for my
2: (laughs) normal computer
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair.
2: But, um, <laughs> what but also, I think for
0: those of webcam? you, just, just, I don't know, like what
1: you're earning
2: money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Yep.
0: But also, uh, I think it's worth for those of you who actually watch us on video. Boy, do I want to hear opinions about Ben's chin?
2: <laughs> His chinable chin.
0: I mean it. <laughs> To be honest, the pop filter has helped not me not notice and throughout the night that you don't have a beard. Mm-hmm. And it's real weird. Uh, so those are my tips and tricks. Um, <laughs> contact me, but tell me what you think about, and if you haven't, go on YouTube. Because right now, at this point in the episode, you will keep Ben posing in various ways that just show off just how he's different he looks and how weird mm-hmm. it is for the rest I, of I us. I remember
1: my chin being stronger than it
0: is uh everyone who has a beard mm. says that the reason why you grew a beard was mm. you didn't have a strong chin hey i'm the same way i get it it's a lot softer if i wasn't I so was, lazy, i thought it was, sh- thought yeah, it was if, harder than that yeah if i was was less lazy i was gonna shave in solidarity and and then lucy would just I'd be grow like i
2: one oh, i no, just let mine yeah. yeah
0: all free yeah Yep, I mean, but, uh, I, I suppose I now didn't. I need to
1: explain it, don't I? Just just so you know, I did shave because of the outbreak and my wife's uh, uh, realisation that maybe she has it and that things hang around in beards a lot longer than yeah. you think they actually do. So if you're in a position and you have a beard, maybe just take it off for a couple of weeks as a, as a safety precaution. Yeah,
2: why not?
0: I'm gonna shave all the hair yeah, on my body. No, that's probably a
1: good idea. I mean, do we? How far down do we do we go?
0: Oh, I said, I said, all, dude. I
1: yeah.
3: said
0: all the hair on my body.
2: That's at least yeah. two days. Anyway, of work. that's a treat for the YouTubers. Yeah, Lucy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do Fucking people tell yes, you is. how much they'd like to shave? Oh off dear. Their hands? Uh, yeah. Lucy, lose nine on everywhere. Um, I'll be playing. Oh, or- well, I would have finished Ori by the time we next record. Nice. I hope. Um, mm. Before Doom, because that's it. It's the Battle of Doom and Ori. Who you've got several. There? You've got a few days. Yeah, but Doom looks good. <laughs> but Ori's very good. Good. Yeah, I'll talk about that next week. But yeah, due to this nine. If you, I'll probably wax lyrical about Ori somewhere on the social medias. Excellent, yeah.
0: absolutely. Yeah.
1: Nice. Mm. Uh, I am at Nova underscore forty seven on PSN and on Twitter. You can go to Out of net to read Scott Sedman's review of yes. Doom Eternal. Oh, Doom Eternal. A written one yeah. as well. He's got a written review. Um, he oh, and yeah, I also well. sat down and uh, chatted about the game for a few uh, for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it teased out of him a little bit more than you you would get from the review. So. It's worth kind of reading the view and listening to uh, to our discussion on that as well. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page where you can just see the um, the video and listen to the audio of that as well. You can probably try and find the Out of Lives uh, podcast feed where the audio has gone up. But if you're not listening to that, that's fine. It gives us a good barometer to know whether that is still in existence or not. Uh, and and let us know whether it is or not Uh, it is funny uh, yeah good you'll see that pop up at some point maybe Uh, and let us know what you think obviously of this episode and all the episodes that Tacked Up produces give us a five star one star rating whatever you fucking like on your podcast service just Ah, mate
0: please if Just you're not going to give a shitty fucking, if you're not going to give a good rating please don't like email us tell us we're crap but don't don't actually give a it's low true. rating that's the actually better worse than
1: mm. no rating yeah. yes that is very true yeah don't give us a one star rating if it is shit and you don't enjoy us email us and tell us well, why then and then never listening. listen to us again yeah. go yeah. on to your fucking and Yeah and, and other if you podcasts. think that this we care, care yeah mm. yeah and go to yeah. the Out of uh, Lives mm. YouTube page to see our beautiful faces, the lovely beers that we have drank this evening.
2: Uh, and, the, the and the lovely
0: beards yeah. we don't yes. have
1: anymore. I'm and the beards warm that warm warm. don't exist. Just watch. Uh, you can yeah. also see, uh, again, I believe Scott and my discussion uh, yeah. will be going up on there mm. as well. Uh, I have played a little bit of Call of Duty Warzone. Which I did Very a little bit of a chat about. Video. Mm. Thank you, thank you. Which is up on our YouTube page as well. Uh, dreams will commence uh, at some <laughs> point. Who knows when?
0: I mean, dreams is perennial, right? Like it's just when you're Absolutely. bored and playing games, you'll record some Absolutely. nonsense streams, dreams. Dreams right? will
1: exist until at least the end of the year, so mm. it, it's going to be constantly called back upon. Uh, but yeah, leave us a review on your podcast service of Tell your friends about us. Get more involved in the conversation and chat to us on all of the social medias at Tanked Up Cast on Instagram, on YouTube. Adel is at the Omniarc. Lucy is at Juicy Loose. I am at Nova underscore forty seven. No,
0: Juicy Loose nine. There's and a number hit- on there. They'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah, they'll work it out. Mm. Uh, but also, we, we we do have our Discord, which is getting a bit of a stream yeah. of people. Yeah. Obviously, Discords have. Uh, some notion of critical mass before people use them. We've got enough people, you just all gotta join and say things. Uh and given that we're in this time, it's probably a nice place to just chat shoot about weird yeah, they've, games They've
2: the what capacity for live streaming or something? Yeah. Or something like that. They've got their capacity. I think Discord were like, yeah. If you're teaching a class or something like that, now we can have 50 people watching Simultaneously or something like that, so... rather than yeah. 10 or whatever it was.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And also, if you want... well, if you want stuff from out of lives, uh, like more streaming or more video shit, let us know, because obviously we're all stuck at home and so you want <laughs> content and we're creating it, so let if us you know what you want. you want to
2: see me stream Doom or Hitman... I'll need at least a Always. thousand people <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh, DM me. Get um, rid of that? Yeah. Keep ripping and tearing that toilet paper you've ordered. Mm. <laughs>
0: oh dear.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fair oh, what a good place to finish. We have been tanked at. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>
3: www.outoflives.net.